Hello, welcome back to the A Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Amir Hamid. Joining me today will be Moro Cesario. How wow, are you? It's great to be back. I Holy. know. Jeez, buddy. You haven't been on for months, right? I know. It's like I've been in a fucking under a rock. For real. All right. So today we're going to do a little bit of a different episode. On the first half, it's going to be me and Moro talking about the NBA offseason and free agency. And then in the back half, we're going to talk with Brent about the NHL. There's going to be some overlap with some of the key topics. But other than that, it's going to be pretty separate. Um, so, Moro, the NBA yes, offseason has been way more intriguing than the NHL. Maybe it's just because of the athletes and how much more entertaining they are like on and off the court. Yeah. But in terms of free agency, they love their being dramatic and uh, they they really play up to it. So we're going to go through team by team and uh, give an, our analysis of the moves that were made. If it's an mm-hmm. if it's like a non-story, then we'll, we'll just brush over it. But uh, other than that, we'll go through team by team, S- starting with the Eastern Conference and the Atlanta Hawks. No moves. Yeah. Yeah. Really quiet. But I did like their draft, and and they they got two guys in the draft, um, DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish, two guys that are high upside wings. So, you know, they're gonna go with the youth movement and probably sign a veteran late. Uh, the Boston Celtics, you know, much was made about the turmoil about Kyrie Irving and yeah. how the drama inside the locker room, and he wasn't a good teammate. Well. They weren't going to go into a rebuild. They bounced back mm-hmm. and signed Kemba Walker to a four-year max deal. Yeah. I mean, that's as great of a rebound as you can get, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, him, you're you're losing a bit when you lose Kyrie, but he's definitely going to be able to fill the void. And I definitely like Enos Cantor as a pickup as well. He's going to – I think he'll give a little bit more than what you got out of Horford. I mean, in some ways, but I think Horford's such a better all-around player. And, like, there's – so with the Celtics, there's the argument that, well, with the turmoil that Kyrie caused, that they're almost going to be a better team just from a chemistry standpoint. But I don't know if I I totally agree with that because then you're saying, well, Kyrie and Kemba are basically the same player, which I I disagree with even though their numbers are very similar. I still think that, like – when the going gets tough, Kyrie can get you a bucket, like getting to the rim way easier mm-hmm. than Kemba can. But, you know, it's one of those things that we'll have to wait and see during the regular season and into the playoffs with how they gel and their chemistry-wise. But I think the, yeah. the big drop-off is uh, in his canter to Al Horford just because Horford does all the little things and okay. he's so good defensively that, you know, getting Enos Cantor at what? I think it was two years, ten million. Like, it's as good of a deal that you that they could have gotten. Um, I mean, except for I think they would have rather Kavon Looney if he he was only going to get three yeah. years, fifteen. Um, so Cantor, he's going to give you maybe similar stuff offensively, but defensively, I think it's a massive downgrade. Moving on, the Brooklyn Nets. Probably the team that had the most <laughs> intriguing offseason so far. Yep. They're the winners. I mean, there's no How can, or yeah, buts about it. Exactly. Well, unless one of these teams get Kawhi. I mean, but... Yeah. Philly... Uh, 
the the Nets are the winners like in the next couple of years, but I I don't know if yeah. we can call them a winner this year because I don't know if they're really that much better this year because the jump from D'Angelo Russell to um, Kyrie Irving, I don't think it's it's their numbers were really comparable. I was looking at it; mm-hmm. they they average like similar numbers, but obviously Kyrie's a little bit more experienced. He's done it over a longer period of time. This was kind of D'Lo's breakout year. Yep. So I mean, in that regard, yeah, I could see where it's a little bit of a a lateral. It's a little bit of a lateral move, but mm-hmm. then you f- figure in like KD in a year, or maybe somehow he comes back at yeah. the in, into the playoffs. Like this team's a title contender, and if you told if you'd asked me like over the the four year span, are they going to win a title? I would I would assume so. Yeah, I think so. The one move that I didn't like though is signing DeAndre Jordan. Like I uh, I I understand that I understand that like you Kyrie like you as in Kevin Durant and uh, DeAndre Jordan are friends, but. I think Jared Allen's a better player already. Mm -hmm. And DeAndre Jordan's on the downside of his career. And that contract's going to look bad. And like, as soon as next, as soon as next year, like the thing is no team. It's not Lob City anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. His athleticism isn't what it was. He has no back to the basket game. Uh, Yeah. um, Jared Allen's shown you that he's one of the elite shot blockers in the league. Like, there's a compilation of just him denying Blake Griffin, and it's absolutely hilarious. Um, but the thing is, you have two centers locked up. Well, Jared Allen's a free agent in two years, but you have two centers now that basically do the same role. I don't yeah. understand why you would do this. And if I was a team, like, I'd be calling about Jared Allen all, all the time because if he's available, yeah. I want him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me just I just wanted to break to my point here About the whole Durant situation Yeah. yeah. So I'm not a big fan of it be, Just because Like I was watching some of the different NBA shows and their reaction to it And basically like Everything was in place And everything in the Warriors power Was done to try and get him to stay mm-hmm. Right like Curry going out on a flight To meet him the yeah, the he, calls flew, be- he flew in the- from China all the way to New York. For That's what no- I mean. Yeah, yeah. Between that, Clay Thompson giving him the phone calls as they both were injured, saying, you know, we're going to come back stronger and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, aside from the one rub out they had with uh, Draymond, whenever it was against last the year or the year or before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when it was against the Clippers and they basically told him, you know, fuck off. We don't need you. Yeah. We won without you. Yeah. I mean, I personally saw the Warriors is kind of like a very big, like family built and driven team, right? Like they're very, very close knit together. Like Mm -hmm. you can see. And I think that they brought that upon Durant and he kind of just gave him the cold shoulder where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of just going to do my own thing now. All right. I like this because we're actually on opposite sides. So I'm with Katie. Yeah. I'm with Katie. Yeah. Because like, okay. The thing is over the past, how many years has he been in, um, Golden say three? Yeah. Three. Three. So three years. He's been the best player arguably in the world over the last three years, and still people consider it Steph's team. So when he makes this move, like I can't blame him because he's doing he wants to 
he just he's just sick of being underneath the shadow. And I think there was some quote where it was like, Kate was his team in OKC. Yeah, no, no. So he wants to go back to something like that. So why did he leave in the first place? He he basically used the Warriors. Like that's what I don't get. Yeah, why it pisses me off. I get why he would do it, but like, there's no loyalty there. They gave you the championship. They made you the player you are now. You wanted the championship. They basically put it on a platter for you, and then you walk out on them after they did everything in their power to. They were even going to give them the max, right? Yeah, the super max. But like, or the super. Max, I I whatever. don't I don't see it. I don't see it as a problem though. Like he wants to go play with because look. I, there was some quote where it was like, no matter what Kevin Durant did, it always felt like he was a distant second fiddle to uh, Steph Curry. Which, I mean, look, I agree because the there's something between the Warriors fan base and Steph Curry that they had this bond to where... Yeah. Um, because he was drafted there when he was like... And then in the first couple of years he was playing, he was injured, often injured. Mm-hmm. Um and then he was there all throughout the rise. It it made a big difference to it's it's how you create that tight bond. It's the same thing with Toronto with DeRozan. Uh, yeah. The same thing that you saw with Kadri with the Leafs. Like because yeah. you've had such a long standing relationship with a player, it creates a, a stronger bond. That's something that he lacked with the Warriors fan base. And because they already had that with Curry, I felt that he just never felt that he could blossom like that he could grow into the Warriors are his team and that he was always overshadowed, even though he was the best player on the team. I'm not going to dispute that because I do think Kevin Durant is a better player than Steph Curry all around. Yeah. Right. Like he's the greatest shooter of all time. I get that, but all assets of the game, all facets of the game, KD will, will win. Yep. So this brings me to my point of how KD is a bitch. Still. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Pardon my language, but I do not like the decision now because he has absolutely no leverage. He's injured, A, and B, his his idea going into this was just to team up with people that he could win another championship with. No, it wasn't. No, he, no, 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 no. Yes, it was. How? Because he, he could have gone to the Knicks. The Knicks had made... All they had done everything in their power to make no, sure that no, no, he no, was no, he no. was there. No, no, you're wrong. No, but here's where I don't get it because Kyrie said, "Fuck that, I'm not going to the Knicks." Yeah, and basically because Kyrie said no, he basically had to follow and say, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to win a championship alone in the Knicks. I gotta no, go follow Kyrie." No, no, and then he goes no. out and posts on his Instagram story the whole spiel about nobody makes decisions for me, and I'm pissed. Okay. So, you're so wrong. You're absolutely wrong. So your first, what was your your first point was that oh the Knicks were trying to get him. The Knicks came out and said that they weren't willing to offer Kevin Durant a max deal. I heard that they were. That's not what James Dolan was saying. That oh we were scared about Kevin Durant's Achilles injury and that. Um, because of it, we we were not comfortable going to. I the heard. Okay, match. yeah, I heard that the Knicks didn't want to waste a year and pay him a year to just sit on the bench. Instead, they're gonna now pay Julius Randle and stuff. Uh, but which is a whole other problem like, look, in itself. But, but we'll look, get to that after. Look, if Kevin Durant was all about winning a championship, look, all he wanted to do was team up with some of his friends in the NBA. 
That's it. Okay. Because he grew a, a bond with Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan through Team USA. Mm-hmm. And if KD was all about like securing the bag and, and all about winning a championship, why would he give up? Uh, him and Kyrie both took less so that DeAndre Jordan could get $10 million a year. Okay. Come on. I, 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 don't I think still don't I, agree with the decision to go to the Nets. I think it's because, look, he was like, okay, I can't play for this entire year. Kyrie, he, Kyrie has family connections to the Nets. Like, I want to say, like, his brother-in-law or something is with – there's some connection towards the Nets. So, And he's also from New Jersey, so it makes sense to why Kyrie wanted to go to the Nets. And then, so I, he might have felt that, like, okay, I'm not playing all year. I owe it to Kyrie kind of to go there instead. If he goes to the Knicks, what the Knicks didn't even – they weren't even comfortable with what with his injury and paying yeah. him the max money. Like, I don't know whether it's a spin on whether or not they don't feel comfortable because Kevin Durant says no. You know what I mean? Like, because he said yeah. no, let's put spin on it. Be like, oh, because of his injury, that's why we didn't offer him a max, and that's why we didn't get him, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, it's because of that, but – I, d- I don't think that it's it's uh this whole thing is just because Kevin wants to win a championship and like in terms of he wants to create this next super team like if he wanted to create a super yeah. team he would have stayed with with Golden State because that team is literally unstoppable because you would take Draymond over DeAndre Jordan at the two guard there's no comparison between Karis yeah. LeVert and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving shut the fuck up uh. Kyrie's got one championship. Steph's got three. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's my question. Sure. He's injured all, all of next year. Why not just cash the cash the check and take your player option? Because if you're knowing that you're going to be out next year anyway and then just go through the whole scenario next year. Because in, in that scenario, you're not securing your financial future. I mean, sure, but he's only got what a four-year four-year deal is the max you can get. But right? see, then okay, so if you take your player player option, one, it's less money than what you would be getting this year. Two, it's okay. it's you're doing the Warriors wrong in a way because if you're just gonna get to sit out the year on their dime, then bolt in a year like then that's that did it anyway. But he didn't in a way because so Kevin Durant he had to with the Warriors getting D'Angelo Russell, Kevin Durant had to approve the sign and trade. Yeah. So that's he right. so he respected the Warriors enough to allow Where they them, didn't it, he didn't they didn't them, lose the ass they didn't lose the they didn't asset. lose the asset completely they recouped it and get yes thing, because they're why, because okay, they're over yeah. the cap that if they just lost Kevin Durant they would have just lost him. And in this mm-hmm. scenario, they can get D'Angelo Russell the asset and then trade him down the line, which is what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not completely shafting them, mm-hmm. but I mean, I still hate the decision of him going to the Knicks. Okay. Also, like, there's all there was. Uh, the I was Nets, I was rather. listening to, I want to say it was the Hoop Collective podcast with Brian Windhorst, and he was like, or someone on the podcast was like uh, Kevin Durant. He had the closest relationship, he, or maybe it was the Woj podcast, uh, but the closest relationship Kevin Durant had in the front office was to Bob Myers, the president. Mm-hmm. So 
more than any of the players or any of that. So I, th- I found yeah. that interesting. The fact that, you know, I also think the injury had a lot to deal with Kevin Durant leaving. I, I do like, yeah. like that, that was kind of like the last straw, I think. Cause like everyone knew that Kevin Durant was leaning towards leaving and mm-hmm. he moved his media company to New York from San Francisco so then everyone's like, okay, so he's 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 yeah he's going to New York yeah, so that's a sign that he's that he's leaving, um, but because of all the things that we've been seeing throughout the season with how Kevin's not happy and all this all this stuff was leaking out, and yeah. then with the injury, like how the Warriors handled the injury, I thought had to deal so much with, like I just thought it was awful because you saw with Boogie and how. When he got injured in against the Clippers, I think um, they said he was out indefinitely. And then when KD gets injured, it's like, oh, he's coming back. Uh, he could come back for Game Seven against the Rockets. Oh, he could come back for the Blazers series, Games One or Games Two. Oh, maybe Game Three or Game Four of that series. And then the same thing with the Raptors in the finals. And then when he finally comes back, it's like he was pressured the entire time to come back. So I just thought that like the way they handled it, it wasn't cool. Also, yeah, the the doctor that handled Kevin Durant's uh, Achilles surgery is the one of the physicians um, on the Brooklyn Nets. So that's the one thing I'll give him though, because he could have easily just not played in the final. Could have just took his sweet ass time trying to recover, but he battled, and it, I'll give him that. It, he battled his way back under. All the pressure in the world that they put on him saying, you're not actually injured. Hurry up and get your ass back onto the court. And he plays whatever it was, 12 minutes, put up 11 points in those 12 minutes, and he goes off injured after with the torn Achilles. So exactly. That's why I was thing. so shocked about your stance. Oh, KD's a bitch. I'm like, what? Also, the Warriors like, handled that. The, like when they, they, when, he, they, when he came back, they, they were like, oh, there's, yeah. there's no minutes restriction. He plays 12 of the first 14 minutes. I'm like, what are we mm-hmm. – what? Like, yes, he looked incredible when he was out there, but come on. No minutes restriction? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a bit of a stretch to call him a bitch, but, I mean, (laughs) I'm still very, 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 very upset and just, eh, that he he went to the Nets. Like, I'm I'm appalled. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's going to – I'm biased towards the Raptors, obviously. Yeah, and it's, fuck, fuck Brooklyn for fuck the division. Brooklyn. So yeah, fuck, like fuck Brooklyn. Fuck the whole Brooklyn. mantra's been there since Did, five years ago, yeah. however long it was. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on for Brooklyn. Jesus. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. So they lose Kemba Walker. Kemba. And then in the sign and trade, they sign Terry Rozier. What was it? Three years, fifty-eight million or something. Yeah, was a lot of money. Which makes no sense. It's like, oh, you're not willing to pay Kemba Walker, but you're willing to pay Terry Rozier, who's not proven a significant mm-hmm. amount of money. It's like you weren't willing to pay Kemba even the max on, like the regular max on a five year deal, but you're willing to pay Terry Rozier the an amount of money that won't put you into the luxury tax. I guess, like, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think, like. This ownership group and, and Michael Jordan, like, that's so cheap. Like, Kemba's done so much for you, and you can't even give him, like, the regular max? Like, what? I know. And also, Terry Rozier, like, who the hell knows? why? Who's offering him three years, $58 million to sign? Uh, it's 
it's definitely shit for them because you're losing your your point guard. You know, he's a perennial all star. He's the best I player mean, in Charlotte Hornets history. In in Hornets history, exactly. Yeah. And they basically gave him the shaft and said, "Yeah, sorry, we." Is it a matter of that they couldn't afford it? I don't think it was. It's just that they didn't bother to try and re-sign him. Like, no, it's because they make shitty moves so that if they would have signed him, they would have been in the tax, and then they would have had to pay that because they have shitty contracts of Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, Marvin Williams, yeah. Cody Zeller. Like, it, it, they they're paying guys the worst contract. Like, they have some of the worst contracts in the league. Mm-hmm. And I mean. If you're going to throw a shitty contract out to somebody, at least make it your best player in franchise history. Exactly. like, And that's why I kind of felt like this was like when Chris Bosh left the Raptors because mm-hmm. he was he was the best player that stayed with us for like the longest amount of time of anyone. And then to see him go to the Miami Heat, even though like it wasn't such a dramatic move as like Kemba going to the Celtics, it still sucked for a long time. Yeah. What's the next? What's the next? Bulls are next. Yeah, they didn't do much. Not much. Uh, Thaddeus Young, he's a good uh, vet, but the thing the thing about that is, I don't know. He's not going to start because they have a good young front court with uh, Wendell Carter and Laurie Markkinen, so uh-huh. it's not a, it's not a bad move, but uh, he's going to be like a role player for them. I I, I would assume. Uh, Thomas Sandoransky is not a bad role player either. Cavs, no moves. I like their draft with Darius Garland, but I think that like they have a problem with they've they drafted now in back to back drafts two young point guards, Colin Sexton and now Darius Garland. Who the hell is your point guard? Because those are two point guards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that could be like uh the LA situation where they they trade one of them like cuz when they ha- they drafted yeah. D'Angelo and then they drafted Lonzo and then they got rid of D'Angelo because they drafted Lonzo. So who knows. Uh the Detroit Pistons, they signed Derrick Rose to a 2-year $15 million deal. That was interesting. I think that's mm-hmm. that's a uh, It's a good for him. Exactly. It, I think it's it's a good move just because you lost Ish Smith. So if if Reggie Jackson it, he's such an off and on player that mm-hmm. If you have to start Derrick Rose for a couple of games or for the season, like he's fine, he's adequate. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, I thought the Pacers had one of the best off seasons of, of anyone. Uh, to on the draft, they traded for T.J. Warren, who's a good like he he scored I think eighteen points a game on a shitty um, Phoenix Suns team, and then to trade for him for a second round pick, I want to say, and. Then to add Jeremy Lamb and Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, like, yeah, I thought at times in that Buck series that he was their second best player just because he's so damn consistent. Mm-hmm. And if you're making timely shots, man, yeah, like, and if you if you were gonna keep one guy on the on the Bucks, I would have almost rather you kept Brogdon than Middleton for the price that you yeah. would have to pay, uh, because you paid. Middleton, geez, I want to say it's like five by one eighty, mm-hmm. and by uh yeah one seventy eight, and then Brogdon got doesn't say great, but it it was a eighty five eighty five yeah four by eighty five like it's a lot of money, but 
He's a heady player. He's not he's, the rookie of the year. Yeah, but uh, two years ago. But like, I know he's got injuries in between that. But he's such a he's such a solid, a smart player. pro. Like the, he he has the nickname the president for the for a reason. Like he just he's a really intelligent kid. That I mean, I think he shot 50, 40, 90, 50 percent from the field, forty nine percent from mm-hmm. three, and ninety percent from the free throw line. So I think because you have a player like Giannis to where he has the ball so much that by being able to kick it out to shooters like uh, Middleton and Brogdon, that was the key for that team. And to lose a player of that and you gain only like a first round pick in the future, like that, that's, I don't think that's good asset management. And like, if you're Giannis, you're like, I lose arguably my second or third best player. Mm -hmm. How does this look? And Giannis to Toronto 2021, let's get it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, sure, I'm all for it. I mean, they had to keep Middleton, but yeah, it's it's one of those contracts where it I don't like it, but I like it. Like you have to keep him, but it's at, it's going to be at a price where it's far too much money. I mean, he'll go right along with. Oladipo, he'll play the one. And no, I'm talking. Oh Oladipo yeah, oh yeah, we're talking about India. I, I was talking about uh, Middleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely like where the Pacers are going. Uh, like, agreed. It's a it's a great move. Yeah. They picked up Lamb, and I mean, hey, they're right in the. They were they're what, in the mix, man. Because like, because yeah. you realize that they can set like a lineup of Brogdon at the one, Oladipo at the two, Lamb at the the three. Warren at the four and then Turner at the five. Like that's Miles a, that's, that's, that's a nice, like that, that would be their version of like a death lineup. And like, it's not obviously the Warriors death lineup, but it's super intriguing yeah. from like, it's like mm-hmm. an NBA Twitter, Twitter one where it's like, Oh, everyone can play. Everyone can switch positions basically and shoot threes. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for the Pacers and what they did. That's it's real good. Next we got Miami. Ah, they were yeah made a couple big moves. Yeah. Fuck. So Miami gets Jimmy Butler on a four-year max deal, and mm-hmm. the entire time I was like, "What the fuck?" The the Sixers gave Tobias Harris five by one eighty, and they couldn't yeah. give. Um, Jimmy Butler, the five by one ninety or whatever the max yeah. was, and lo and behold, that Philly offered him the the five year max, and he's like, "Nope, I want to go live in Miami and play for the Heat." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, it, it's a great get for Miami because not mm-hmm. only did you get him on, get him on a contract, and he's in Miami, but it's also only a four year deal, and with a guy in his thirties, like you control the risk to a certain amount. Yeah. I mean, from his standpoint though, I don't really see how this makes sense. Like I, I feel like he's basically said, yeah, I'm fine with not winning anymore. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't blame a guy. Well, <sighs> the idea is that they build around him and, uh, sure. I don't, I don't blame him for prioritizing like his quality of life over, winning like why is yeah why is that so bad like if like that's where i say oh if Kawhi goes to 
the Clippers, I'm like, well, he's prioritizing his quality of life over winning. He's happy. That- but I, I feel like Jimmy Butler's been that kind of player who really expects a lot of his teammates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's one of those guys that you know he's. Everybody says he's a cancer, but I don't really think he is in the sense that he just expects a lot of his teammates. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you have a job mentality. Yeah, it's like you have a job to do. Let's go out and do it. You're getting paid for a reason, and you'll and get I feel on, like guys. Him moving on from, you know, a title contender and a really up and coming team like the 76ers now to the, uh, the Heat is kind of like a, a real step back from him going on to win a championship. And I mean, yeah, like you said, it, maybe he his priority was to, you know, match his standard of living or put that as a higher priority. And I mean, still, he's 29. I don't, as much as I don't like it from his perspective, I mean, sure, it's his decision, but I can't see this team winning anything. No, soon, I know. Right? No, but they could be like a feisty, low seed playoff team. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. Like, it, it was head-scratching in a way. And it was always funny seeing the, you know, there was, I, I want to say it was a GQ spread, like, back in the day of one thing Jimmy Butler would never want to wear, and it was, like, a Miami yeah, Heat jersey. a Miami Heat jersey. Yeah. So, that was always, that that was a funny little tidbit. Uh, they ship out Whiteside, which is nice because like, yeah, he turned from like a good contract to an awful contract real quick. Like Whiteside had a hot like year and a half, and then everyone soured on him. And I mean, it's it's in, it's insurance for the Blazers to where, um, with Nurkic coming off the injury, the broken leg, yeah. that you know Whiteside can at least step in and he's a he's a capable starter and it's also i think it's only a one-year deal right Mm uh let's move on to the bucks so the bucks bring back a lot of middleton lopez hill george hill Hill, and then they add brooke lope uh robin lopez and wesley matthews all right so middleton and Lo- keeping Middleton and Lopez is is huge because Lopez yeah. Lopez you got at a deal like you think he could have gotten more uh, than four years fifty five I think it was, mm-hmm. but because it was such a good fit with Giannis that I don't blame him for for staying there. Middleton it's it's a bad contract but you have to give it because you, you there's leave. because there's no way to improve your team otherwise like you can't just let an asset leave. That's why I had such a problem with what Charlotte did because if you were just going to let Kemba walk, why don't you trade him at the trade deadline? I don't understand. Yeah. That's just shitty, a shitty way of managing your team. Um, George, I mean, George Hill is a good team? backup point guard. Yeah. Robin Lopez is a solid backup big. And Wesley Matthews, it's a downgrade on Brogdon, but Brogdon. he's he's – if Middleton goes out with an injury or, or uh, you know, he can step in because he's a solid three and D player. So getting, getting Wesley Matthews, I think is, is, is a great get. Um, the bucks are basically just running it back minus Brogdon, but I think, it, I think Brogdon's huge. Like, I don't know. He's a big, he'll, I think he'll prove to be a big loss because mm-hmm. he was such a great three point shooter, even in the Raptors series. Like, Damn, unconscious fucking miss yeah 
It was unconscious. It was nuts. Um, to the New York Knicks. Oh, yeah, baby. Knicks Nation. Let's get it. All right. So you miss out on, uh, you know. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You trade Kristaps Porzingis for that extra cap slot. Um, and you uh, wave Joachim Noah and stretched him for absolutely no reason now. Uh-huh. To, uh, well, not for no reason. You signed uh, Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, Reggie Bullock, Alfred Payton, and Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington. You know what? Like, if they had gotten Kevin Durant and made these signings, I would like it because you're, you you signed compar- like you signed solid veterans. Great role players. Exactly. Right? Except these guys capable, are starting on your team. and you're steady guys, yeah. and now these guys are all the starters. Yeah, I'm like, man, R.J. Barrett does not deserve this. Come back oh, to man. Toronto now. <laughs> Damn. I feel for Knicks fans now, man. Like, I don't like Brooklyn. I don't know. I'd rather see the, the Knicks be good just because it'd be a hilarious storyline. The, the Knicks are, have always been the laughing stock, and this is just another reason why. Exactly. Because, like, they – I mean – Ever since that Bargnani trade that they did with the Raptors, it's all I've El always Mago. scratched my head at a lot. I've always scratched my head at a lot of the things they've done, right? Especially when they moved on from Porzingis last year at the deadline, I was in big shock. I'm like, okay, they're obviously going for big things in the the upcoming off season, and things just didn't pan out because now you're without Kristaps and you're without any of the two or three big free agency you were after come two days exactly ago, so, so you move on from chris ass because you're like oh we're getting Kyrie and kd so exactly. to have the two max lots we've got to trade uh we've got to trade chris apps and then to get none oh my god like james dolan no one wants to come play for you no except for Temi panarin he wants to come play for you yeah, I know. The, but the he Rangers wants to come to play for ne- the it. Rangers. He doesn't want to come play for James Dolan. <laughs> they basically, the Rangers basically saved New York from what could have been a complete debacle in that whole sports city's summer. Like they, that Panarin signing. Saved I mean, yes and the, no the because like mess. the Knicks are way bigger than way obviously. Yeah. but I mean, at least it gave it gave them something. something. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, Knicks fans, I'm sorry. Maybe Giannis in 2021, you'll clear ca- max cap space for him to tell you no. Again, yes. For him to tell you no. Uh, Orlando, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Yeah. How many wings do you need? You got you re-signed Terrence Ross. That's fine. Four years, 54. I think I want to say Vucevic. You signed to a max deal. Uh, for 100. How's that a max deal? NBA.com, get your shit right. There's no way 4 by 100 is a max deal. It's got to be more. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Alfred Camino signs with the Magic and Michael Carter Williams. All right. Mm-hmm. At the wing, I want to say they have Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Terrence Ross, Alfred Camino. Mm-hmm. They drafted a guy in the draft, Okiki, from. Uh, Auburn, who tore his ACL, so I guess he's out. But, like, they have so many wing guys that they don't have any, like, 
great ones, but they have a ton of good ones. And then I don't understand the Vucevic signing really. Like I thought he was a guy that you should have dealt at the trade deadline. I guess making the playoffs for the first time since Dwight Howard was traded, that was a that was a big deal. Uh but I don't I don't The Magic are in like purgatory right now to where you're not good enough you're not bad enough to get a great draft pick if you tank and you're not good enough to yeah. win a title. Like that's something that I feared with the Raptors to where if we blow if we lose Kawhi, like I want us to like tank for one year and then come back. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's got it, be. I, I think they're gonna be like middling, just like median level. I feel team. it's gonna be a big couple of years of mediocrity if Kawhi leaves and. Oh, we'll t- we'll talk later. We'll talk. We'll talk about later. But like, well, they're coming up soon. So but yeah. but like the Magic, uh, what you just drafted Mo Bamba number five overall, not this mm-hmm. past year, but the year before, and you re-signed Vucevic to a four-year deal, like. That uh, it's just not good asset management in my opinion. Any thoughts or not? Partner on what? On Orlando. I mean, they were what the seven seed last year against the Raptors. Yep. And and they're a solid team. They, they're a solid team, but I mean, unless you've got, I mean, there's no transcendent team, guys on that roster. I there's think there's no there's no guy on this team with a real killer instinct. Yeah. Right. Like the guy with the highest upside on their roster is probably Jonathan Isaac, mm-hmm. but he can't. He still can't shoot. So who knows? Uh, let's move on to the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. They did a. They lot. did a lot. So Al Horford signs with with. Well, okay. Let's go in order here. So Tobias Harris resigned. They resigned Tobias Harris. At uh, I think this is the same as the middle. Five by Actually, I think that. I would rather have Middleton than Tobias Harris, a hundred percent. I think Middleton's a little bit more clinical. Like, there was times in that Philadelphia series against the Raptors where I watched Harris and he absolutely disappeared. And I, well, that's the thing. And I think in like that game four that the Raptors won on the road in Philly, Tobias Harris shot like one for twelve from three or something ridiculous. Like, I don't think that he's a max money player. Uh, and especially not five years. Like you're, he's getting paid annually thirty six million dollars. That's a lot of money for a guy now that is basically gonna have to step up and do the work Jimmy Butler did. And right? he's and he's not that level player. Sta- he's from a leadership standpoint too. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting a lot of pressure on this guy, and I didn't see it in the playoffs, at least in that Raptors series, mm-hmm. that he's got what it takes to step up as both a leader and then you know as a guy. Who's gonna score on this team? That's the thing. Like, I would argue, I would rather have, I would rather have paid, like, the money to Jimmy Butler. Oh, one hundred percent. But also, like, I think Josh Richardson's arguably a better player than Tobias Harris. Honestly, who they got from Miami in the uh, yeah in the in the Jimmy Butler swap, basically. Well, that's the thing. They also lost JJ Redick. He went, which elsewhere. is which I love huge... that move. But like I hate like you who's who is making a perimeter shot on this on, on this team in crunch time. It's so tough for big men to create a shot that like you can't you can't necessarily rely on Embiid in, in late. You definitely can't rely on Simmons because yeah. he can't shoot. Josh Richardson is is creating you a shot. Not real. Like he's Al Horford's not. Uh yeah. Tobias Harris you're isn't a lot. You're putting a lot of pressure yeah. on Tobias Harris now, and I, 
I don't I haven't seen it. Yeah. And there's and there's good. rumors coming out that basically Philly and uh Ben Simmons are are agree going to agree on a max 5-year max. So unless Ben Simmons creates a shot, I don't understand how this team can become well, multi-dimensional. On team, honestly, like if he can't hit an outside shot, then this team like it can excel if people on the team, especially the young ones, aren't going to work on their game, right? He needs to develop a shot. And the thing is, like, people are arguing that Philly improved. I think Philly took a massive, like, hit. Like, Horford is a gr- is a phenomenal He's role a player. He's a phenomenal role player. Yeah. Like, but the place where you guys needed help wasn't on defense. Your defense was already elite. Yeah. That's, that's what Horford mm-hmm. is, like, He's him and Marcus All are similar. He's like, he's got Marcus All's like skill set in like Pascal's body, kind of like it's different. Where sure, I I just I don't know how I love the fit of the two big guys. Also, with yeah. people are are saying Horford is a natural four, which sure he probably is, but him heading into, I think he's turning 30, he's 32 or something. And he's played a long time, like a lot of playoff games from when back in Atlanta and now with Boston, like mm-hmm. I, that deal is not going to age great. And yeah, I, I just, I don't like it because you lost a fun, like one of the best shooters in the NBA with JJ Redick. You lost a bucket maker in Jimmy Butler like we saw as soon as Jimmy Butler was traded to the 76ers that he was taking those end of the game shots. Like there was that one that he hit yeah. against Brooklyn, the the shot that he hit with like one second left. And then uh, against the Raptors when he, the Raptors, when Kawhi misses the free throw and then Jimmy Butler sprints down with the layup. Like Jimmy Butler is the guy that you trust in crunch time. I don't know who this yeah. guy, that guy is on Philly. They don't have a guy with clinical killer instinct. No. And you need that in the NBA, especially come playoff time, right? Like we've seen it time and time again that you got to put the ball in somebody's hands. Mm-hmm. And if you need a three-pointer, God forbid you need a three-pointer to tie a game or to win the game on a last uh, buzzer-beating shot, you don't have anybody on this team that's going to be able to shoot it. Exactly. Like, So you look at the Raptors in game seven. Do you remember when uh, – it- it was a one point game with like 40 seconds left and the raps call a timeout and then they drop the play for Pascal and he goes against Draymond and he gets a bucket on the inside. I don't know if Simmons can get that shot because guys don't need to come out to the perimeter and defend you because you can't, you, you don't need to defend him. You don't have anything that will make them scared. Exactly. It's like, Oh, if you shoot a mid range jump shot, I'm fine with that. It's basically, the defense is going, okay, go ahead, shoot it, do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's... But the weird thing is, on paper, even with these moves, you could still argue that Philly's the best team in the East. Because of the yeah. because of the uncertainty with Toronto and the Bucs losing, uh, losing Brogdon, that and it's not... It's not it, yeah. it. There's a lot of parity, and that's why it's I not Brooklyn's yet just because of the injury. Yep, and agreed. How how will they all gel together? Yep. It's yet to be seen. So yeah, it, it's definitely up in the air. There's a lot of good teams now. Like it was only what Raptors and Bucks last year. That what they were the two highest in the whole league, and then it just fell off a little bit. 
still good competitive teams, but from a record standpoint, it was them two, and then third would have been uh, third was, was Philly. Third last Philly, Philly, right? So they like what I noticed was the trend in this whole free agency was that the good elite players basically just flip between the, like the same five or six teams. Like one went from Boston to Brooklyn to the Lakers to the Warriors to the I don't know who else the 76ers right like they all just went from one team to the other and it's just about a matter of who will gel now yep so it's gonna be interesting that's why like I hope that Kawhi just don't go to the Lakers because if Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers then it's actually wide open the NBA 100% because will the Lakers be the favorite probably Going into next year, you're talking about. But it, let's say, yeah, let's say that Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers. You're talking about the original Warriors mm-hmm. matched up against a LeBron and AD. But the original Warriors, they're out basically all this year because Clay's out. That's fair, but all you got to do is make it, and then let's say let's he get assuming yeah, he's yeah, fully yeah. healthy. Yeah. If he gets healthy in the playoffs, right? It's the original Warriors mm-hmm. that you had win. Well, without well without Harrison Barnes, who's a he's a competent uh, NBA player. Fair and no Before Andre Iguodala, exactly. Well. So they're a weakened team, and maybe so so. Uh, I'll I'll talk it about it later when we get open. to the Warriors, but like, look, there's there's if you, if if I told you that okay, Kawhi stays on Toronto, who could win the title next year? You'd say Toronto, the Lakers. Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. If if uh, Tatum and and Brown take another step, Brooklyn. Would we say Brooklyn? In the I I would say KD's no, just because back? I don't think KD's coming back yet. Okay, that's why I would say no. Everybody's already saying twenty twenty. That's what I mean. Like twenty one for him. You so. came back too early, and you suffered one of the worst injuries in sports. Let's let's take an L on this season okay. and then move on. Um. Yeah, in the uh, Houston, fuck Houston, could Houston, Houston can compete. Um, the Nuggets. the Nuggets. Utah made a hell a hell of a lot of moves. That's a deep team now. Utah made a Utah. A lot Utah of is moves. is turning into like Toronto of the of last year, except they don't really have a Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're a real team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, the NBA is going to be extremely interesting as long as we don't get this super team. Yeah. And that's what you hope for. Uh, what team were we talking about? We're Philly? Finished. Uh, yeah, we're on Philly. Okay. Let's, we're done with Philly. Uh, Toronto. Oh, well, next well, we got Toronto. Toronto. Uh, no moves made yet. Uh, so Danny Green's been getting interest from the Clippers, Lakers, Mavericks, and then Toronto. So Toronto only really wants to go one year with Danny. Uh, to keep the cap space open. Uh, and he hasn't really committed to anything other than once Kawhi makes his decision, so will I. Yeah, exactly. Um, that. So so. I think that Dallas Dallas is is coming at at uh Danny hard. Mm-hmm. But he well, he he but he wants to too. to run it back with with Kawhi and it, 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 he's going to wait on his decision. So the, the interesting 
I mean, the thing that we have to talk about is obviously what the hell does Kawhi do, right? Well, sure. It's only been the biggest thing this ta- this team has been talking about since we made the trade. It's like, oh, if you make it to if you beat Philly, then if you make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, then maybe he'll stay. If you make it to the NBA Finals, oh, he's, he'll stay. If you if you win the well, Finals, he's definitely going to stay. Or Toronto won the jackpot with everything. They won everything they could have asked for with Kawhi, right? They won the biggest jackpot possible, mm-hmm. and now it's a matter of is he going to stay, Yeah, right? And There's no and, better thing that could have happened to this city in order to have convinced him to stay. And in a way, it's also like... It, it, Whatever agenda you have, the narrative can fit it because it's like, oh, Kawhi just won a championship. There's no way he can leave. And then there's the other side where, oh, Kawhi, He's done Kawhi is exactly boom. It's such a toss up. That's why, like, because n- both are make so much. sense. No one knows. No one knows. A lot of it's bullshit. It's just narrative trying to make it seem as if one team's got the advantage over the other. A lot of it's been coming from the the, the Lakers, which I've yeah. kind of been It's like, with, man, but I mean, like, that's the one thing. Kawhi, why the fuck do you want to go to the Lakers other than the fact that it's the Lakers? Magic Johnson just told you that the guy that's running the Lakers now is a snake. Why would you want to go to that organization? Like, if you went to the Clippers, fine, because that fits your agenda. It's not a super team. It's not. It's in L.A. It'll be your team. Fine, you you won here. Go home. That's thank you for all you've done, and I'm happy that you're happy. Basically, um, yeah. but if you go to the Lakers, I, do you want to be around the the as Gennady Golovkin would call it, big drama show? That's that's it what is it a is. Big drama show. It's a shit show. In Fuck! The like, cause... why would you want to be around? Like. I, it's gonna piss me off so much if he signs there, and the the I'm fine if he goes anywhere but the anywhere Lakers. but the Lakers. Because it's just a like you said, it's it's a big drama show. There's so much freaking attention that they give to that team. And then we basically and go back to what we've had for the last five years in the NBA, where we know the team that's gonna get to the finals and probably win it. Yeah, and that's not fun. I don't know, like. The thing that was fun about this year is the Warriors were beatable because of their injuries. But it mm-hmm. even still, people luck was on Toronto's side. Yeah. And, and well, even still, people are like, oh well, it's because that the Warriors were injured. Yeah, well, no shit. Like that, we all complained about how the Warriors were stacking up everyone on their on their team. But then once someone actually beats them, it's like, oh well, you won because of yeah, that. Well, put an asterisk beside Fuck. Toronto's It's like every title has an asterisk. God damn it! It's like, oh, the Warriors titles with Kevin Durant. That's an asterisk because Kevin Durant shouldn't have left Oklahoma City to create a super team. Uh, the yeah. Cavs title. If Draymond doesn't kick kick LeBron in the nuts, they don't win the title. Uh, the year before that, uh, the Warriors' first title. If mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love play, the Cavs win the title. Or the Warriors don't win it six at least. Like there's, st- yeah. you c- Everyone can find a loophole with every goddamn title. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just back to the Kawhi thing. Like the one thing I've realized and noticed is that the Maasai camp, the Toronto management saying nothing, said nothing, they said not a word, nothing. 
So I don't know if that's a good thing. Oh, that's a, or a really, that, or a that's a thing, great right? thing. Like, that's a. I think it's a big strategic ploy on the part of the Raptors no, because it fits. It fits his exa- type, right? Like he doesn't like the whole drama and the whole exa- scene that comes. Kawhi has said that loyalty is the biggest thing, and who's gonna show? The Clippers can absolutely, absolutely show you loyalty, but everything that's coming out is from people like. So that Lakers insider, I'm sure that he knows people within the Lakers organization. Sure, he probably does. But that clearly shows you that there's a leak within the organization that people talk shit because people on the outside are hearing this, right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the Raptors have done everything right. And if the Raptors yeah. were in LA, Kawhi would be back on this team 100%. It's the only thing mm-hmm. of, of whether or not he's happy yeah. staying here. And, like, who knows? Yeah. What? Who's this guy that they picked? All right, up so I actually, I actually, he... I like him. But like, I was looking at the numbers, and all right, let me look up. So synergy, which is okay. uh, big NBA statistical analysis, uh, anal- analytical databases. So Matt Thomas was arguably the top shooter outside of the NBA last season, with an effective field goal percentage of eighty-two percent on catch and shoot jump shots. And so a spot up. Yeah. And on uncontested shots, guess what he shot from the field? If he was pulling up at what was it? 80, 82%. He shot 90, he shot 99% on the unguarded three point shots. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, well, yeah. So I'm like, okay. Toronto's never really had a big, reliable three-point shooter in the in a long. time. I mean, time. Danny I mean, Green, but like, yes, no, I agree. He he didn't no, have I, it in the finals he, in the playoffs. But he's yeah, hit and like, miss. No, I know. So like, ideally, if he can be like a Marco Bellinelli, even, or I would oh say my. like, now I, we're going way back. Or I would say like, look at Joe Harris on uh, Brooklyn. Sure. Yeah, the, he's really reliable. Or like. Did he win? Oh, did he win? Yeah, he did. I think I'm pretty sure. He did. Yeah. Or like poor man's JJ Redick. I would absolutely take that because like his mo is he's not a great athlete, and he's not a great defender. I'm like, oh, so he could be poor man's so like JJ a Steve Redick. Nova. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> like a Steve Nova. No, no, no. Steve was like seven feet goddamn tall. He's like six. I down. know, but all he could do was shoot. Yeah. No, Jason Capono. <laughs> okay. Uh, what other moves do we have? The Wizards, yo, the Wizards got a... Tr- oh, they made some moves. Yeah, they actually thought they were getting Masai Ujiri. What? Ah, oh, fuck them. The night of the freaking final. Fuck Woj, final come game. on. Yeah. Woj, yeah, the reports that uh, the Wizards are in and trying to make an active pr- pursuit for uh, Masai Ujiri. Like, let us have our moment. Fuck And off. then to put out the statement that, oh, we never asked for permission. It's like, yes, you never asked for permission, but Masai told you no. Um, so they, I like Thomas Bryant who they re-signed, uh, Ish Smith is a solid point guard and Isaiah Thomas. So basically they're taking a, here's Ish Smith and Isaiah Thomas to fill in this year for John Wall. But man, Mm -hmm. I think the wizards got to go through like a full rebuild, man. It, you got to move Bradley Beal. You think it's got to be Beal? 
Who the hell else is it? There's no one else on the well, team. One of at least him or John. John Wall, Wall is the worst contract in the NBA. So his super max kicks in this year. Ooh. And he's out for the entire year. Well. And let me look up his injuries. I want to say it was an ACL or an Achilles or some shit. He's out at least 12 months after uh, a ruptured Achilles tendon. Fuck. Yep. So he's not going anywhere. Nope. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. So why would any team want to trade for him? Uh, Yeah, so Wizards, good luck next season. Let's move on to the West. Uh-huh. Jeez. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they've had an interesting offseason. Eventful, yeah. So they re-signed Porzingis to a max deal. They extend Dwight Powell, the Canadian, three years, $33 million or something like that. Uh, J.J. Bray at a minimum deal. Maxi Kleba they re-signed to deal. And then uh, Seth Curry re-signed with the Mavs. Yeah. Or, well, not re-signed, but he's returning to the Mavs. He- uh, you know, they're getting solid role players around. They're two core guys. Yeah. Now, the one guy that I would have absolutely loved to see on Dallas, because what they, they didn't want to get Kemba Walker because they felt that, well, if we get Kemba, it's too many role players. It's, it's, it's yeah. a guy that's going to be handling the basketball and getting the ball out of Luca's hand, which is exactly what they don't want. I agree with that mm-hmm. notion of not wanting to get him, even though it would have been nice and cool. I think Malcolm yeah. Brogdon should have been the guy that you guys got because he's a guy that doesn't need to play on the ball, a, a really good defender to make up for Doncic's yeah. lack of defense, makes jump sh- I don't even know what I said first, but makes jump shots. He's a reliable player. He's a heady player. I think that would have been a really fun one, two, three of Doncic, Porzingis, Brogdon. Instead, they go the role player route, which who knows how that'll yeah. go. Like, who's the point guard on this team? I could not tell you. I don't even know. That's why, like, if they get Danny Green, he's their two guard. We know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Doncic is the three. Porzingis is probably the five. Is Powell the four? I don't know. Like, this team is still. I think it's a work in progress, but it's good because it's a young team. They're not in a in a rush. So what I would do if I was them is suck for one more year. Don't try to make the playoffs yeah. and be a low seed. Let's suck for one more year. Get a really good draft pick, or get a mm-hmm. get a good draft pick to where you can get your next point guard or power forward of the future, and then we just go from there. Yeah, that's that's what my thinking would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray, Kitchener native, secured well, the bag. Biggest bag in Canadian history, is it and not? It definitely <laughs> is. Five years, 170. I mean, yeah, that's a move that Denver's got to do. Uh, he's, you know, he's your young piece next to the Joker. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Like, he, if he, if he, takes another step from what he showed in the playoffs. He's he's mm-hmm. worth that contract. And already he's on the level of a Tobias Harris. So I think... I got a question yeah, for shoot. you then. So is 
Jamal Murray, the best Canadian basketball player right now. Who else would be? And let's just put Andrew Wiggins, just because he's Jamal Murray the most, is better. I I'm I'm agreeing with you there. Yeah. That's what my point is because I know you know Andrew Wiggins, the yeah, first yeah, overall yeah, pick, yeah, yeah, da 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 all that. Well, Anthony that Bennett did it, it first. <laughs> well, he didn't last yes, long. Yes, so. uh, yeah, I, I think Jamal Murray is. 100%. And I think he's got a little bit more drive than Wiggins. That's too, what I mean. Like he's standpoint. got he's got that it factor that Wiggins lacks. Mhm. So no, I'm happy for yeah, him. He deserves for real. it. Um Golden State, they All right. So they they bring back Kevon Looney 3 years 15 million. Incredible to get him on such a cheap deal after having a breakout playoff run. They re-signed Clay Thompson to the max deal. What was it five by one ninety or something? I believe so. Yep, five by one ninety. They don't include a no trade clause and a player option because they set that precedent with Steph Curry, because they they just don't do that. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and the Warriors then signed and traded for D'Angelo Russell. So Mark Stein of I won't. Well, fuck. What is the New York New York Post, I think, um, he says that it's not a matter of no, it's not a matter of not whether or not um, they will trade uh, Daniel Russell. It's D-Lo? when, when, yeah. which so something that was floated out there is what if they trade. Um, D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota to where he wanted to go for yeah. Jeff Teague and Robert Covington at, at the trade deadline or something once Clay comes back. I think that makes sense because you get your replace your 3 and D guy in Covington and then you get a competent point guard off the bench a la, a la you Charles basically Navington. get a six man. Huh? Do they not get like a six man in Jeff Yeah, Teague? exactly. Like, kind like of a you're, guy that well, you're they sh- exactly. Yeah, like you're Sean Livingston because he's going to retire. Yeah. Uh, most likely. So I, I don't hate that, that deal for them at all because you got to, who is realistically trading for D'Angelo Russell? Like there's not a lot of teams that could, I mean, I'll interest you in a Kyle Lowry if you want. I mean, I, I'm totally down here. Here's Serge Ibaka's yeah. expiring. And, uh, <laughs> 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 or here's Marcus all. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so it 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 the Russell contract was purely asset management, I think. Who knows if he he'll even play a minute for the Warriors? Yeah, because they could trade him like in August, or hmm, I wonder what the 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 stipulations is like when you have to wait uh, to trade a player that you've signed. He's a he was a restricted or did he get renounced? How did it so work? So he didn't get renounced because um, because the sign and trade needed to be facilitated. Exactly because the sign and trade was done. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So do the NHL is a is one year, isn't it? So I don't know if it goes the same across the board, but what do you mean? Uh. 
Oh, you like can't. You yeah, sign, yeah, yeah, like to an offer sheet. You can't trade yeah, a yeah. guy as soon as you sign. Him. I think it's a. It's weird because when Wiggins signed his deal, they had to wait until August to trade him. But normally, mm-hmm. it's you can't wait. You can't trade a guy until like December. So maybe he will have to actually play for the Warriors. So, I mean, in the meantime, while Clay's out, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see because, in a lot of ways. There's there's similar play styles, and there's similar statures of like Steph and and uh, D'Lo, but it'll be it'll be yeah. interesting. Houston didn't do anything, uh, really. They they kept Gerald Green. They kept Austin Rivers on a league minimum contract, which was a great get in my opinion. And that was funny because the whole thing was when Chris Paul was out, uh, they signed uh-huh. Austin Rivers, who Chris Paul hates. And then now they're, they're keeping him on a, a league men deal. And you played incredible for them late in the playoffs. So that was surprising. Uh, the Clippers, they signed uh, Patrick Beverly, Beverly to three years, 45. And they got Mo Harkless in the deal. Uh, yeah, that's right. F- the four-team trade that got for Jimmy Butler, that whole thing. Uh, so I don't know what the Clippers are doing. Well, so the Clippers, they they only have room for a max slot now, a la Kawhi. I don't know if they have room to sign a guy yeah. like Danny Green. I'm, I think they do. So if Kawhi goes there, he can go there with Danny. But wasn't the pitch that you'd build around him, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you go out and offer sheet D'Angelo Russell and have D'Angelo Russell and Kawhi. Like, I think that would be pretty sick in L.A., like a 1-2, in my opinion. I don't know. But there's not really much to say with the Clippers just because we all wait for Kawhi. Same with the Lakers. Sa- the Lakers, I mean, their big move was Anthony Davis. What was your thoughts on the Anthony Davis yeah. trade? I mean, what was it's it? A uh, it's a lot of assets. It's a lot of assets. It's a big it's a big win for the Pelicans because he didn't want to be there. So sure, they maximized on what they had in basically what was an asset that was basically out the door. It was only a matter of time. Yep. And sure, like I'm all for the Lakers doing that because you don't want to waste LeBron's last however many yeah. years now and you've got to do something. He's still the best athlete in the league. Like he's been able to maintain his body to the point where as long as you put capable players around him, he's gonna bring you at least to the the conference exa- final, yeah. conference semifinals, basically to the championship. Mm-hmm. So they needed to do something, especially with the Warriors' injuries, he, like the fact that well, the sure. West is wide open now. And so it was opportune. But the right? thing is, they gave up a lot, and the thing that they gave a up lot. was. It's draft picks in like 2024, pick swaps in 2025 and 2026. Like, if if it goes bad in LA, it could go bad. Well, here's the thing. Now, let's say we're assuming that Davis is going to resign. So that's five years. So 2025 till 2025. And let's assume that LeBron. I don't know. He's got how many years left? This and next year. Like the elite elite player. No, no, just on his contract. He's got two more years, I think. Yeah. Okay, so let's assume that he's still going to be able to play at this level for this and year, next year and next sure. year. 
they bring in Kawhi. Oh, even though LeBron oh, this is, might not be able to if they play bring the in Kawhi, level, it's, it's a still wrap. a very, very, yeah. very yeah. strong team that's going to compete yeah. and basically win the yeah. West for the next four years. But. So the thing is, this Lakers window is only open for however long LeBron James's kid, like, because LeBron is leaving. Can maintain this level of play no, 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 so whatever team drafts his son, LeBron's basically going to go to and play with his kid because he's wow. prior- prioritized that. And I believe he'll do it. Too oh, absolutely. He's, he's he's in phenomenal shape. Yeah. He's been able to. And he's 34. And load yeah. management and stuff like that. They don't take good care yeah. of him. So, Well, LeBron will take care I of mean, himself because yeah, like, like, he'll be like, no, nah, I'm not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of the management, sure, too, yeah, like yeah, they won't like with sitting out after the the yeah. groin injury last year. Yeah, so so yeah, I, like the the it's it's not the recent years that'll be bad for the Lakers. It's the later years of like the extra stuff that you throw on those pick swaps, the extra picks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, but the Lakers they owe it to LeBron to make that move. But I don't know who you're bidding against. Mm-hmm. Maybe it all goes wrong, and then because the Raptors have cap space, if we keep Kawhi, yo, come play with AD, Kawhi and AD in Toronto. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, who's the next team on the list? The Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies. All right. Well, they were so the- first they re-signed Jonas Valanciunas, three years, forty-five. Good for Jonas. Secure the bag. Uh, and yeah. then life comes at you fast, Andre Iguodala. You you t- you talk all this stuff bad about the uh, the Warriors medical staff. Oh, I actually had this injury, but they announced it as this injury. You know what I mean? And then they trade you mm-hmm. to secure the D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. It's a cruel world. It's a cruel, cruel world. But like, I absolutely get that from the uh, yeah from the uh who who is it the warrior standpoint and also apparently they might secure a bio with Iguodala and then Iguodala is going to go to the Lakers going to go to the Lakers yep i saw that too yesterday Yikes. oh no there's your six man there's there's the the one guy off the bench you got exactly. unless yep. they're going to somehow i don't know who's the two right there on that team right now they don't have one. Uh, Do they, they don't have one. The Lake, the Lakers. I'm saying they don't have one. Well, let me let me look at. Uh, they got LeBron, Kuzma, AD. They drafted a guy, but he's not going to be ready to play. No, they have, they well. they on their team right now. It's they they do not have anybody. Eh. It's um. They're going to sign, like, league men guys to play for them. Sure, they kind of have to at this point with those big yeah. contracts. So The Timberwolves, they tried to trade Jeff Teague and, and uh, Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. to be able to sign D'Angelo Russell. They couldn't do that. Jordan Bell is going to the Timberwolves to be a backup big. That's a nice pickup uh, for them. Uh, the Pelicans... 
trading for Derek Favors to be a backup big. That's that's not bad. Uh, JJ Redick moving to the 76ers. I think that was or moving from the 76ers to the Pelicans. I think that was huge. I think that was. I don't see how it makes sense. Though. What do you mean? Are they not like a rebuilding team, or are they going to compete? Right. I mean, away they with they're rebuilding, Zion. but they're also not like they just want to. They don't want to. They want to build like a culture in a way, of of being okay. competitive, um, and I don't blame them for that because like look at the talent of their roster right now, you you can like legitimately name guys off and they're they're like good NBA players, like Lon- Drew Holiday, sure. Lonzo, Josh Hart, JJ Redick, Brandon Ingram, Zion, uh, Derek Favors now. Jackson Hayes, who they drafted six or seventh overall, or like they have good players on that team. Yeah, and I think like I think that's the way to go. Like build, be good as soon as possible. So then, plus they got picks galore. If exactly, if they, they want to cash in, yeah. If, if they want to trade for Bradley Beal, let's like that would be sure. sweet. <laughs> Oh, a Bradley Beal team that that people were talking about is, what if the Denver Nuggets traded for Bradley Beal? That would be sweet. I think that would that would be absolutely awesome if they did. Uh, the Thunder didn't do much. Keeping Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, Mike Muscala, boring, boring. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, Ricky Rubio, the most average point mm-hmm. guard in the NBA. <laughs> uh, I mean doesn't get any more accurate than yeah. that sure <laughs> frank kaminsky frank the tank and uh, boring the wisconsin badge yes. uh trailblazer is super max for damian lillard obviously yeah uh on like pulling a guy like Whiteside. yeah Whiteside is a, a one-year deal uh back up big like it's fine uh rodney hood i thought they got in a really good deal just because it was such a low amount Mario Hasonia, the mm-hmm. LeBron stopper, getting him. It's a big, big move. <laughs> uh, Anthony Tolliver, you know, vet, not bad. Sacramento Kings, they had money for a max lot, but instead they re-signed Harrison Barnes to a fuck ton of a lot of money. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Like, what was it, 488 or something? Who is paying Harrison Barnes this money? That's what I want to know. But, like, I, I like what they've done because – Sacramento, they have good young players, Fox, Bagley, mm-hmm. Giles. Four eighty five. And, and they they're they're surrounding them with good good NBA players. You get Barnes, you get Corey Joseph, Trevor Reza, uh Rashawn Holmes they got? That's not bad as a backup big. Some decent role yeah. players. Uh and then the it's Willie Colley Stein's now a, a free agent instead of an RFA. Uh that's it's a good off season, even though like they weren't getting, mm-hmm. you know, one of those big name free agents. So why not get role players to allow your guys yeah. to grow? Uh, San Antonio Spurs. See, this is what I was afraid of, like, the Raptors being, like, the Spurs right now. Just middle of the road. Resigning. Yeah. Like, there, there's no way that you see them being an NBA title contender but they're a playoff team and they're 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 good but they're not good enough like they're in that they're in that fifth to eighth spot yeah, basically them and Orla- and they're stuck yeah, there them, orlando who are other teams that are like this 
like Utah was in in danger of becoming that, but with the moves that they yeah. made, like Utah getting Bogdanovich, like that's it's like a lot Miami, of money. I feel is in that kind of yeah Miami that absolutely like these middle of the road teams, but like you look at Utah. Getting Bogdanovich is a lot of money, but that's another sharpshooter mm-hmm. to where that's you're getting buckets. What's interesting about Utah is who the hell is going to be your four-man? Like, that I just don't know. Who did they pick up? They pick up the point guard. Didn't Mike Conley. Up, uh, Conley? Yes. I, yeah, I like that move a lot because now you have Conley, you've got Mitchell, Mitchell. Uh, Joe Ingles. <laughs> Yo, you can stroke it. Um, but like can you start can you because of Rudy Gobert and how good he is defensively, can can yeah. you play a lineup of uh Conley at the one, Mitchell at the two, Bogdanovich at or Ingle Ingles at the three, Bogdanovich is at the four? Like I don't know four. if I don't know if Bogdanovich can play the four, like because Rudy Gobert can make up for a lot defensively, but I don't know if he can make up for that much, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. I think that they're they're a very good team right now. Like, yeah. If I told you that they made the Western Conference Finals, I don't think that we would be surprised. Mm-hmm. All right, we made it through all thirty-two. Jesus Christ, or 30, 30. I have a couple questions yeah, though. So there are a couple players still remaining that haven't been signed. Like, I'm just gonna Kay. throw three name three names. So. Two are the, the Morris brothers, veteran yeah, Marcus guys, and don't Markeith, have a contract. Yeah, right? And then DeMarcus Cousins, and apparently there's, there's no, no interest, interest in him. Yeah, that, that he might have to even take less than what he took for the Warriors. And remember last year when we found out that DeMarcus Cousins was going to the Warriors, we were all like, oh, fuck, like the, the season's over. Just give them the title now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then like, <laughs> Karma is a bitch, and I couldn't be yeah. happier. Uh, I mean, I feel bad for Boogie because he's never really got – like he got a big deal from the Kings, but like he's never gotten the payday that that you know you thought. Well, it's his own fault. I mean, it's the the Achilles injury. Sure, but I mean, he could have coming off an injury. No, like, but even last year there wasn't there wasn't a market really out for, there for him. No, but the Kings would have given him the money. He said no. True, true. Uh, so I don't know who signs of maybe Miami. They need a center now. Or they have Bam Adebayo. What's uh, Myers Leonard? Is he a four? Myers, But Myers Leonard isn't good. <laughs> he had a decent playoff. He had I that mean, one game where everyone well. was like, Myers Leonard! <laughs> <laughs> okay, then maybe that was the only thing I watched then. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I wonder. Because this guy is... Okay, injuries aside, he was a perennial all-star. Yep. But like you saw, even it, even in, even in Game Six though. against the Raptors, you saw that Boogie was still able just to like bully himself inside and get buckets. Well, that's what I mean. Whenever Ibaka came onto the mm-hmm. floor, thing was right up onto the the middle of the mm-hmm. to the scorers right, table right. coming on. I think like, he still I got think, the ability. I think the Lakers are a strong possibility. Oh, don't see. I really do. Because him, as much as because him and Anthony, you're probably right. Because him and Anthony Davis are friends. Like they had a. He fits that mold. Yeah, somebody who needs a team. Somebody and Anthony doesn't want to play the five. So, it it fits the role. I would say I would say the Lakers. I could say Golden State still, even though he said goodbye to them. Um. Mark. I mean, sure. 
Like Marcus and Markeith are interesting because they're good players. Markeith yeah. has had Markeith was the better Morris, and then he's had a rough couple of years, and then Marcus has been better recently for the Celtics. Uh, mm-hmm. The market's kind of dried up in a way. I think they've got to hope that like that the Lakers and and Clippers miss out on both, and then hope to secure a deal there because if if the Raptors mm-hmm. don't get back. Uh, Kawhi, they don't have money to go out and spend, right? Because they're they're uh, over the cap. So ideally, it'd be going to one of these teams that uh, that need money, or well, need players. Any other players you got? Uh, Rondo. I know he's probably a bit of a role player now, but do you think he goes basically into the starting position for? That's the what Lakers? I was. Yeah, probably. I think that that's most likely. Like, honestly, because the Lakers don't – basically, LeBron's going to be the point guard this year, though. That's the thing. So, I was re- I was reading an article where it was, sure. it was it was like LeBron should basically become Magic Johnson and just feed Anthony Davis and Kawhi if he goes. I mean, yeah, why not? He's the best facilitator in the game still. Mm-hmm. I mean – And the thing is, though, if – if the Lakers miss out, they've missed out on a lot because their backup plan of D'Angelo Russell, he's gone. Well, that's the thing. You lose a lot by going in for a guy like Kawhi because basically every role player that you would have been looking for before, they're gone. gone. So, And the thing is, like, if Kawhi comes back to Toronto, then Danny Green's going to mm-hmm. come back. And Danny Green would be a perfect fit with the Lakers. But now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, are the Lakers really going to start J.R. Smith? I don't think so. Oh, God. That's right. They picked him up. Well, they are going to or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, the NBA is just far more interesting than the NHL, but let's talk about uh, some of the moves that happened yesterday uh, in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off with our dear, beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. So... Are we going to talk about all the moves the Leafs made? Or uh, let's just talk about the one move. Because you can feed into into it, sprinkling in the others. Big pickup, Kenny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so the Leafs trade, Nazem Kadri, uh, Callie Rosen, and a 2023rd round pick for... Okay. It's for... It's for um, I was going to say the whole story of how I found out about the trade, but I might say that for Brant uh, later since we're talking NHL. Um, to, to acquire Tyson Berry, uh, Alex Kerfoot, and a, and a 2026th round pick. Moro Cesario, what are your thoughts? Dubis did good. I'm happy. They picked up a guy who can play you top four, top two minutes in a, in Tyson Berry. I'm not going to throw uh, Kerfoot into a scrub category because he's 24 years old and put up 42 points. He's going to slide in perfectly to the, the three spot. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit of a downgrade from Kadri in terms of what he can bring all around, but I like Kerfoot's so game. So what I saw online was that he fits a third line role better than Kadri does. He's not he's a big downgrade from Kadri, but yeah. he fits the third line role better than Kadri could. 
Sure, he put up forty-two points. I know he was like a and on only fifteen on guy, only fifteen minutes per game or something like that. That's what I mean. He's he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Berry. I mean, you you finally filled the hole in terms of a top right-handed defenseman. Mm-hmm. Whether they play him with Muzzin, they play him with Riley. Where would you lean? You finally. Where got would a you guy. lean first to pair him with? I'd think. Uh, Muzzin, just because Muzzin's a little bit more defensively responsible mm-hmm. than Riley, mm-hmm. and it gives Barry that ability to go up and in, in, into attack. And you know, the Leafs have never really had a guy who's been capable of moving the puck up from the right side and going. You know, for, yeah. It'll be a good look, especially on the power play too, if they run want to run. Uh, well, I don't think they're going to run two defensemen on the top line, but they definitely have a guy who can quarterback the second power play unit. Mm-hmm. And it gives them that option, whether they want to go with Riley or they want to ch- uh, change things up, shake it up and put Barry. They, they're giving themselves a, a lot of mm-hmm. options. Uh, how do you feel that this basically ends the Jay Gardner era? I'm yes. fine with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Why not? Yeah, like uh, I, I remember seeing Jay's Myrtle was like, uh, this this basically ends or Jay Gardner could come come back to Toronto basically uh, earlier in the day. I'm like, no, how will we not? Uh, Nazem Kadri losing him sucks, man. Like, well, he's been here since what? Oh nine, the draft, yeah. longest tenured Leaf. Yeah, basically, he's a fan fan favorite. In oh, most, absolutely. In most, so uh, so regards. here's, I'm. It's tough because I want to save stuff, but I don't want to save stuff. Here's the problem with uh, with trading Kadri and relating it now to Mitch Marner. The difference is that Kadri, like, you always knew that he wanted to be a Leaf, you know what I mean, like, with how he played and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you see all this stuff now with Mitch Marner and, like, the woe is me. It's just like, this blows. You know what I mean? Like, you lose yeah. a guy that, that you could see how much he cared on the ice and stuff. So, yeah. And it's also like, who's the agitator on this team now? Well, they don't really have an agitator, but I mean, my cousin was kind of comparing, like, in terms of what it means, like, it's kind of like the sacrificial lamb thing that the DeMar DeRozan That's what, exactly. That's what basically I, yeah. somebody had to move on. Yep. Agreed. I, I I love that comparison just because it's like, well, the Raptors won this year, but it was still bittersweet because DeMar wasn't on the team. And at the least win next year, mm-hmm. I think it's the exact same thing. To where, damn, Kadri yeah. wasn't on the team. Because he had been there through everything. Because you think of the ups and downs with him. The game seven uh-huh. in Boston, the first time yeah. around. The whole, oh, Kadri need to work yeah. on his game. Like, he got thrown into the into the doghouse so many years, years, mm-hmm. years back. And you see him work on his game, become a 30-goal scorer. And like then he it, signs the extension, and then with everything. Babs, like, and then the last couple of years of the 30-goal seasons, like, yeah. it sucks. It blows. And, like, I, I saw, like, for the Brown community, like, this sucks. Because, like, a lot of people watched mm-hmm. because of him. Like, and, and no doubt. And, like, my parents were, were bummed yesterday because uh, they're, like, damn, this this kind of sucks. Just because, like, you know, you identified with someone. Because, like, there's, there's uh, like, look, he's the only Muslim guy in the league, I'm pretty sure. And then, like, the only other Brown guy in the league is Jujar Kara, right? I'm pretty sure. Right? Okay. I, I assume so. Or... You know, we, we relate to uh, Andreas Athens to you because he's Guyanese. But, like, 
there's no yeah. there's just he's just one of a kind because they're they're, they're literally unicorns in the league um so it blows because because Nas was really good, uh, but signing Tavares, he, Nas was a luxury that you didn't need. The plain as day. But the thing is, like, yeah. I don't know who do you keep if you can only sign one, Muzzin or Barry? Barry, right? Except he's gonna cost way more than Muzzin. Well, well, this is the thing. You're only getting Barry at what two point seven five, which is pennies compared to what you should be paying him yeah because he's making five million actual dollars because but because they were but like going into the future that contract starts at what seven mil annually Mm -hmm. well you got to think ryan ellis got 6.25 but that's in no tax state ah Eh, well still he's gonna get north of that anyway you're talking about a perennial 50 point defenseman yep What's what's uh guard like I I think the, the I think this for? is kind of like a rental player which sucks. Well, it certainly leads to it because look at all the defensemen on the team like they're all on one year contracts. Yep. Uh, my question is, uh, is CC on the books yet? Or no? Yes and no. Like. People are there's reports saying that he's signed like a four point five million dollar deal, mm-hmm. and some are like, "Oh, he's gonna file for arbitration." Yeah. So I was wondering, why don't we just let CC walk? Fuck, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like the, I I was how much? Yeah. Well, well, between him and Kerfoot, both of them need a contract yep. along with Marner. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they've got what sixteen million altogether after they put thing on LTIR. Nathan Horton. With? Yeah. All okay, right. So then you you figure. So four point five for CC. Leaves you with twelve and a uh, eleven and a half. How much do you figure for Marner? Nine and a half. Well, I've heard at people that have, the Marner... people have said you said no to ten, at eight eight by ten, and people have said yeah you said no. I always thought he wanted Matthew's money, which was would have been a. There's no way. There's no way that that Dubas says yes to Matthew's money. I I don't think so. I think I think okay, he walks so for the four first round picks then. Well, that's what I mean. I'm kind of hoping that they get offer sheeted, so that way you at least see like what really was he after. Yeah. What was the dollar figure he was after? But the thing is, who was giving him this money? That's what I want to know. Who's out there giving him this money? I don't think there's anybody who would because it's just – it's not that he doesn't deserve it. It's just it's so hard to justify paying a guy more than $11 million. And the only teams that could like, – He's like, not a centerman. And the, so you look at Carolina and what they – what mm-hmm. Montreal did was set them up with, oh – Here's all this bonus money up front. That doesn't affect the lease at all. It it's a lo- yeah. yeah, like you gave Aho a low AAV, but you gave him more bonus money than Carolina was going to give him obviously. But that that's the that doesn't affect the lease at all. And you look at teams out there, who's teams with uh cap space? Does the Islanders still have money to do that? I don't even know if they have the money to do the the Well, they just gave Anders Lee 7 million. Yeah. So, but the thing is like the the thing that the Leafs can offer you that no other team can is the bonus money up front, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Does Montreal go to the next tier and go to five by ten and a half for for Marner? I think that that's an option. What would you What would you do then if if uh, Montreal does that? A ten and a yeah, half by five. I'd I'd sign him at I'd I'd uh, at five though. That's killer. And, the, and you only return uh, two first rounders. A second and a third. No, I'd keep him. Yeah, I'd find a way to keep him at at ten and a half. That blows though, cause like he's not worth that. Well, how can you? Like, there's a thing. It's it's a matter of how much do you do you value a player, right? Because Buffalo valued a player like Skinner and gave him nine and a half. Mm-hmm. In all assets, in all facets of the game, com- aside from scoring, Marner yep. wins. But right, the, so you're already saying that he's he's worth more than nine and a half million. But the thing is, like, you look at these other RFAs. All right, who would you rather have, Marner or Braden Point? Obviously, Braden Point. Marner or Sebastian Aho? I would take Aho at the money that he's gonna make. Oh, okay. At the money he's getting paid, yeah, then probably Aho. Who else is an RFA? Rantanen. Rantanen. Rantanen and what, what he's going to get paid or Marner? Rantanen, because I know the money that well, I think it's going to be significantly under. Let's say let's say Rantanen gets ten. Okay, I don't I don't think I don't think he's getting ten. Who? What is what is giving these guys precedent to show that that these wingers are going to get? Franchise center type money. Panarin just got center type. But he's a UFA. But that's the thing. A lot of these RFAs want the money now in their Mm -hmm. career. Like teams are being put in a pickle basically where you got to pay them the term they want and the AAV they want. But unless... uh... Like everybody wants the five-year deal now. Nobody wants the extra three years of being locked up. They want to walk into free agency at, at twenty-seven, or at least have the choice to earlier in their career. I don't. I don't. These guys can want the money now, but unless someone's coming out and giving them this money, then there's no precedent to do that. Like I understand. Well, that's the thing. Nobody is. You just saw what an offer sheet mm-hmm. is. From Montreal and, and Montreal, Carolina's and Montreal laughing. Was, Carolina's laughing. Yeah, at and Montreal them. was like, "Well, we don't want to go up to the extra tier because of the risk." I'm like, "Well, what?" It's like, would you not trade without risk? Without risk, there's no reward. You basically just made a laughing stock. Yeah, it's like you got saying, you yeah, got. We're gonna try and offer she You got Aho on a reasonable deal, and then mm-hmm. we're able to. The only bad part about it is the bonus money, and that's it. And the yeah. fact that it's only five years. But other than that, yeah. like they're like, okay, cool. But my thing is, if you're Montreal, would you not trade two first-rounders, a second and a third for Sebastian Ajo, a first-line center? Yes. Yeah. So why wouldn't you offer the, the $10 million? I don't get it. That's why, I'm, that's why they're laughing. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. Because any reasonable and 
uh, knowledgeable hockey yeah. fan would know that he's probably worth the extra tier yeah. of money. Would you not like offer sheet Matthew Kachuk? I would. At what price, though? What Aho sign? Eight point five four over five years. Yeah, around that. Like, he's a different type of player, though, than Marner. If you're talking it from a Leaf standpoint. If we lost Marner, I would, I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. Well, that's the thing. Heartbeat, I'd do it. But like you said, like who's got the money? And the assets to bring in a guy like Marner at the whatever figure he's looking for. And I don't think that you can justify giving him over 10.5. Like, whatever the second thrust, I think it's like 10.4 is the next, is is the top of the two first rounders. Well, that's what I mean. I don't think anyone's going over that. Even Montreal. Montreal's offer was apparently like $800 south of the, the next tier, which would have been. The, the two firsts, second and third or whatever it was. I think that was Frank Saravalli on TSN pointed mm-hmm. that out. So, I don't know. Like, I don't like if Montreal is the example that of what the league is thinking. I don't think teams are prepared to put that kind of risk on the table. Mm-hmm. For I understand that a lot of these guys are cornerstone pieces to a franchise, but. I mean, it's just so hard to part ways with that kind of thing at that kind of term. No, right? I agree. Uh, I have these hypothetical trades, but I don't know if if you want to go through them. It's for the NBA also, so I don't know how much how much minutia oh. you know about the NBA. Well, give it uh, give it a give whirl. It one. Give it a whirl. All right. Uh, Boston receives Kevin Love. To Cleveland goes Gordon Hayward and two first round picks. Jeez. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think you'd have to give up two first round picks. Yeah, that's. I think one. I know Gordon Hayward's kind of fallen off the map since his injury, but that's a lot for Kevin Love. I agree. I'd say one. One first round pick I think is justifiable, but two is kind of over. There's one Toronto deal, uh, but I'll save that at the end. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks get Stephen Adams. That would be interesting. It's basically just a cap moving, cap dump from Oklahoma City. That'd be interesting to get them a viable big man. I heard that they were in the market to move yeah. him though. I don't know why though. He's a good yeah. player. Uh, Sabonis so to the Spurs, and Indiana receives Derek White on the Spurs. I don't know if you know him. And I don't know Derek White, but I know Sabonis. He's pretty yeah. good. All right, decent All right. at least. Uh, let's go to the the. I'll I'll give you this one Toronto one, and then that's it. Andrew Wiggins and a twenty twenty first for Serge Ibaka, if Kawhi leaves. So Minnesota gets off of Andrew Wiggins' bad contract. That has, f- and you basically get stability and. Minnesota gets a guy on an expiring contract. The problem is, I don't know how much I like Wiggins though. So the thing is, it you sell that you can, you can unlock whatever Wiggins has has been missing, 
I would need two first round picks to get off of Wiggins contract then. That's what I would need. Well, that's the thing. He's he hasn't really taken his game to that next mm-hmm. level. Neither have I ever seen him show that he has the willingness and the drive yeah. to do it. The, the Wiggins contract is so bad that I would need two first rounders because if you're the Raptors, you're also losing the yeah. cap flexibility because next off season mm-hmm. you could sign two max free agents if you wanted to, but there's no guys to sign next off season. It's basically punting to 2021 when Giannis is a free agent. 2021. When Giannis is a free agent. So you would only be able to sign one then I think. So I don't know if it's, if it's worth it, honestly. As as cool of a storyline would it, that it would be that Andrew Wiggins is coming to Toronto, mm-hmm. but like I don't, it's not a good thing because he's on a bad deal. It's basically Rudy Gay two point And we all saw what happened when Rudy Gay exactly. left the addition by subtraction. Exactly. Boom. Yep. I don't know if I if I'd want to do uh, that. Like again, you'd have to give them something worth their while to take on that contract. Agreed. All right, are we tuckered out? I think I'm. I'm good. I think I've said everything I need to right. say. So we're gonna say bye tomorrow, and then we're gonna come back with Brant Dubow. And we're back on the A Sports Pod. Brant Dubow is joining me to talk about the NHL and NHL free agency. Even though you didn't pay attention to it at all, I paid a bit of attention. But- I don't know. Did I you? was. I might have been celebrating Canada Day weekend a little bit, and then yeah, I worked. Well. But I, I saw most. I saw everything that went down. I just didn't really look at any numbers. All right. So we're Leafs fans, so we're going to be Leaf centric. No. Uh, nah, Come yeah. on. Not that any other team matters. No, I mean, know? they're going to uh, win the cup anyways, aren't they? Yeah. Probably. It's the it's the year of champions in Toronto. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, basically, let's let's go. We're gonna start off with the Kadri trade, and I was on Twitter. You know, Tim and Sid was close to ending, mm-hmm. so I was just on my phone, and then I see Biz Biz Nasty. Yeah. For you guys that don't know, Paul Bissonnette tweet out the least made a huge move, and then I see Jeff Viet tweet out an eye emoji. Yeah. And then all I see I'm on my timeline is the leash trade for alex kerfoot <laughs> so then i'm like okay yeah. cool. <laughs> i'm like okay cool what do we give up and then it, chris johnson goes for like the choke slam and he's like oh the lease acquired tyson yeah. barry and i was like oh fuck yeah. and then i send brent the tweet and i'm like just please don't be cadre yeah. going back and then the exact next tweet that I refresh my feed, it's like, uh, Kadri, Callie Rosen, mm-hmm. a 2023rd for uh, Kerfoot, Barry, Kerfoot, and, a Barry and a sixth. Yep. And Barry at 50% retained. That is nuts. I love that. The retained oh, aspect? Oh, that's unreal. I mean, it's unreal for this year. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not going to be great for the future, but you're now paying a, a number one pairing D like $2.25 million. Uh, Thank you. So so me and Maura were talking about this, and like, I don't think that he's going to be on the number one pair with Riley. Sure. Because I, I, I don't know. I just regardless like him of whether he, together. Yeah, regardless of whether or yeah. not he's a first pairing guy here, he is a first pairing defenseman and has been Absol- his whole yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... So, did the lease get better by this move? 
Yeah, I think so. They addressed a problem. They yeah. did. And Kerfoot's a good centerman. He'll be like he's not Kadri by any means. Don't get me wrong. No, but he's no. not a terrible centerman. Like you can put him in there, and mm-hmm. he's not going to be that much worse than what Nas was. So he fits the third line role better than Nas. Yeah, does. exactly. You don't now you can play your first and second lines and not have to worry about getting Nas out there as much. Um, but mm-hmm. Tyson Berry is definitely. It's, a clear it's another question of whether or not we actually will play our first and second lines more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But um, but in theory, yes. Barry is clearly the upgrade over anything we had. Even if you if you mix the two trades together too, it's like Barry is a clear upgrade over Nikita Zaitsev, mm-hmm. and that's without including like CC and everything into that. So your defense is already better, personally, I think. See, I don't know. Having now a day to a day or two to digest the trade. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like wish-washy yeah. because I think it was Ian Tullock that was like, yeah, wait, he, why don't you just keep Kadri and then have traded for Colin Miller? Because But Colin Miller is very not Tyson Berry. I think he's better defensively. I don't care. Tyson Berry moves the puck better, and that's where your issues are. Tyson Berry really is right-handed Jay Gardner. Sure, but he's better at getting the puck out of his own end. Yes. That's uh, the, Yes. He's better. He's better at doing what Jake Gardner does. Yeah. And so that's where my like questioning is because I was listening to Puck Soup and Greg Wachinski was like, you know, in a year or two we could really be like the Avalanche fleece the least just because they got Nazem Kadri, yeah. who's their clear second line center. Mm-hmm. And at a controllable AAV. Mm-hmm. And because Tyson Berry is only on a one-year deal, yeah. the Leafs could absolutely lose him next year and most likely will yeah. because I think the number starts at seven with him. For sure. And it doesn't start at 2.25, I'll tell you that much. No. You're losing Definitely one not. of maybe both Muzzin and, uh, what do you call it, Barry next year. And I think... Barry's the guy that you keep, but I don't even like that contract. What it's gonna be like in the future? No, I know we're talking about in the future, but that next contract's gonna be bad, a bad, a bad one. Just because if he step takes a step down from a skating mm-hmm. ability, yeah, we'll see. I like it for now. I think it makes him a real contender, but it finally gives. It's the best right shot defenseman that we've had since who? Ron Hainsey? Oh, he's not a right shot. Never mind. He's he, not a right shot. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. Was Thomas Caberly a right shot defenseman? I think he's a left. Then Brian McCabe, I guess. I, I don't know. McCabe man. was a right. I think he? so. Yeah. We don't have much. No. I we like. Really, it. do not. I do, but. <sighs> I, I miss still think that we need I'm gonna a, miss Naz. I I know that me and Moro were talking. I was like, "This is this is brutal." Like something that with the Mitch Marner negotiations going on, it's like the thing with Naz was we always knew you wanted to be in Toronto. Yeah, and like to see one of these guys go, I I compared it to the Demar Derozan trade. Yeah, and basically how the Raptors won this year, but it 
it was bittersweet mm-hmm. just because he wasn't on the mm-hmm. team. And if the Leafs win the cup, even though it's going to be absolutely yeah. incredible and yeah, you, first since 67, it's still going to feel like, damn, I wish this guy was on the team. I wish Jake Gardner was on the team. Yeah, at least you with know. the with the Raptors, you had guys like Lowry and Van Vliet who'd been through like some of the lower times. Mm-hmm. Not the lower time. Kyle's been through the lower times, but like you don't really have that. Like Riley, I guess, but they've been good for most of Riley's tenure. Outside of that, there's there's no one left from the game seven game, the first game seven. Riley wasn't there against Boston. No, he wasn't in. He didn't play in no? the game seven. Okay, I don't think so. Yeah, if that's the case, then it's even worse, right? Like, there's no one that's been through. Like, the demons of Boston are kind of like a little less than what they would have been. Which is, I think, a good reason why they got Jason Spezza. Yeah. Like I, so what I was wondering was, does is Jason Spezza now the third line center? Which I hope not. I have I haven't seen anyone peg him in as even the fourth line center. Oh, he's the fourth. I line put, center. I, I have it. a bunch of people I've seen putting Nick Shore above him. Stop. That's it. what I mean. I'm like, come on. Jason. Like I like every everyone likes Nick Shore, yeah. but come on. Jason Spezza had a real good start to last season. Like mm-hmm. and he was good in the playoffs. Yeah, I think. he he I tailed off a bit in like the the end of the year, but like he had a yeah. real good start to the year. I'm like, why? Why for seven hundred? You can't tell me Nick Shore is going to be better than that. Yeah, like going in. So if I if I would have told you right now, the lines are probably. I'm just doing this in my head. It sucks because Hyman's injured, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But when healthy, it would be Hyman, Tavares, Marner. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have Matthews. Johnson, Matthews, Nylander. Instead of what, what would Cap, the other was? I don't know. No. It, uh, I don't think they go back. And It'll be really line, interesting to see how Babcock plays that this year. And then a third line of Kerfoot, Kapanen, Mikheyev, or Mikhail, yeah. Moore? I'd say Moore. I think Moore's earned his keep. Okay, and then a fourth line of Spezza, Mikheyev, and who's playing right wing now? I've maybe seen a maybe uh, Kenny Augustino. I've heard him on the left sign? a lot, but um, I feel like we're missing someone. I'm sure you could put Mikhaev on the other yeah. side. Like yeah, it, um, there's someone that we're. I've seen a bunch of different all right, let things, me and it. they're all similar. I'm, I'll pull up Daily Face off. Yeah, there's just there's a bunch of like Leafs uh, like fan accounts basically. That have mm-hmm. been posting shit about it, and I'm like, ah, I don't. Nick Patan, like Nick Patan, that's Short. who it was. Yeah, Patan's been the one on pretty much everybody's thing, which uh, I don't hate it. Nick Patan's a good fourth line right wing. Yeah, it's fine. Is it ideal? And at least, at least with Spezza, like, it'll give Babs his guy that like yeah. is a vet. Yeah. And also, the least didn't have a a right shot center. No. Since Bozak, I think Bozak was the last yeah. one that they had. Yeah. So, something different. I saw exactly. I saw yeah. somebody try to predict the power play, and they had mm-hmm. uh, Spezza on the second unit, but they yep. they didn't have him as like the net front presence. I'm like, dude, that man's a big dude. Like, why is he? They had the, somebody yeah, that just currently they have him, uh, him and Barry. Yeah. On uh, yeah, at the blue like, line. What? No man, yeah. get him in front of the net. Use his body. It, their power play is going to be really good. Like, it'll be interesting. It's, they have a new power play coach. It was Florida's, right? Florida's from last yep. year, and Florida had yep. one of the best power plays in the NHL. Um, mm-hmm. They have an entirely new second unit, basically. It, it'll be good, I think. 
Jason Spezza, 6'3". Yeah. What? Unit. Yeah. Jeez. Unit. That's nice. So, might as well use it. No, absolutely. Uh, The Zaitsev trade was something that, like, had had to to be done. Yep. I I like the return, even though they probably don't sign CC. I mean, so I would rather them not sign CC altogether and just get the four yeah. million. But it hurts space. to get rid of Cap or Cap uh, Connor Brown. I I think it's like the hurt that I feel for Kadri. It's Much like worse. oh, it's like five times of yeah. like Connor Brown. I'm like I feel for him just because like. If you see, I think it was the blueprint where it was like how much it meant to play for the Leafs. To like his, his yeah. mom was talking about yeah. it. I'm like, all right, he's a hometown but, kid. He he gave his all yeah. for this team. He was out there, get like pouring his heart out every night, and it's tough. And then for the last couple of years, he's had to deal with trade speculation. Yeah, and he's and never just, been on the same line. Like he's up and down the lineup every night, and it's tough. I I feel for the kid, but mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? But he's going to probably have a chance to be on the second line of Ottawa. So who knows? Yeah, he'll be, well, he, maybe first. he's not going to have a very long season, but he'll be there. He's he'll get the he's full regular playing. season. Yeah, he'll get the full eighty-two games, and yeah. you know you're done by then. So that's good. You know when your season's <laughs> done. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Ottawa's something else. Yeah. They're. I don't understand why. They did the Zaitsev trade. I really do not. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) it's like I – they basically – what was it? Four or five months ago that um, their owner there. Melnick was like, oh, the Leafs defense sucks. The Leafs defense sucks. And now they have like all of the They have half of them, man. Like, okay. Plus the coach. And the defensive coach, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Go Ottawa. Thank you. Take mm-hmm. my money. It's I, I don't understand why they would do that deal, though. Who? Right? I you, don't understand why. Have you seen Pierre Dorian? I guess. Yeah, not a very good GM. That's pretty much I mean, it. If, if if they believe, and this is what Daily Faceoff has, <laughs> that um, Zaitsev can play defense, yep. and because he's a right shot, he can be next to Thomas Shabbat, Pairing them together, and they use some coursey percentage. Mm-hmm. You know how Daily Faceoff yeah, gives it a rating. Yeah. Okay, it's it's thirty one of thirty one, uh. <laughs> which oh is shocking my. because Thomas Shabbat does is is incredible eighty ninth. No, no, no. But he's the eighty ninth oh. left handed D, oh. and Zaitsev's the ninety first really? right handed D. Yeah. So whatever calculations that they Strange. use to to conjure up those statistics, yeah. it's uh, huh. that's wild. Interesting, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's sh- it for the Leafs. Hey, eh? they didn't really do much else. Um, oh, let's wait. The vetoed Cadre. Okay, yeah, trade. what was this? I didn't hear it. So apparently, the Leafs were going to trade Cadre to um, Calgary, okay. and it was a three-team deal with apparently Winnipeg in oh, it. Okay. But Calgary was going to send back to the lease TJ Brody. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess another center was coming to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I guess from Winnipeg. Okay. Adam Lowry maybe. Okay. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I, 
We just figure Lowry's win championships. Is that the was that the plan? I think okay. so. Toronto loves yeah. them. <laughs> it would have been interesting. Yeah, I I don't hate that deal either. I I kind of like the Barry one more, but I agree just cuz Brody's also a left yeah. shot. And I think like as much as people are like left right doesn't matter. Matters a little bit. I think you you can't have everyone no, the same no, handedness. You need to have at least one or two. But Yeah. Yeah. That would have been neat. Uh Yeah. So let's go on to the offer sheet that was yeah, made. Yeah, this kind of pertains to the Leaf situation a little bit because we are sitting in that situation still where we can be offer sheeted. But after seeing the offer sheet that Sebastian Ajo signed, <laughs> it I don't think that it scares you in any in any way because Sebastian Ajo he basically signed a five year yeah. was it eight point six five? I think it was four or five something. Something sure. like that. It was like four five four or something like that. Like, oh, thank yeah. you. Take it. Four five four. All yours. I'm like, man. And the so I don't understand. One, it's below market oh, value. Yeah, considerably. For what I told you, I'd pay Aho eight times yeah. ten. Done deal, let's yep. get it signed. His he's statistically um, better than Mitch Marner. I would so me and Moro were were I posed the question, who would you rather have? Aho or Marner? Mm. I picked Aho. Considering also the price that he's yeah. going to make on yeah, his yeah, contract, yeah, yeah, Aho or Point, or sorry, Point or Marner, Point. Yeah. Uh, who's who are the Matthew Kachuk or Marner? Considering contracts, I would to take Kachuk. Rantanen or Marner. Considering the contract, I would take. Yeah, Rantanen. I don't think Rantanen's going to ask for too. But much. as a pl- but as a player, Marner, I would say is better. Yeah. So Rantanen's bigger. Rantan is yep. a unit. I didn't know that. But six four, six four. Huge. Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. But yeah. But not like <laughs> But who's gonna make if, the most if, out of the group is the real question. And then probably Marner. Probably Mint bitch Marner. So the weird thing is that Okay, for Carolina, the the worst part of, of the signing was that it was five years and it walks Aho to unrestricted free agency. Mm-hmm. And the other point is that you owe twenty one of the forty four or forty yeah, something or million like dollars in the first twenty four months. It's like yeah. or twelve months. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I think that was the only reason but they thought that it. Carolina wouldn't match. Right? Was that because they didn't have the money? Was as the money up front? Yeah. What an idiot! <laughs> like I was listening to Bergevin talk about if you, it. I'm like, if you had secured, if you'd secured him and gone to the two <laughs> to the ten the mid tens deal, yeah, where it was. Two first, a second, yeah. and a third. Why don't you do that? Because one, you have the cap space. Mm-hmm. Two, if I had told you trade two first, a second, and a third for Sebastian mm-hmm. Otto, you do that deal. Yeah. So I, I, I don't yeah, understand I don't the trade. It's weird. I, it's just a dumb move by Montreal, in my opinion. Like you, so you, then you handcuffed this, yourself. This, well, for the next week until yeah. they potentially when everybody go gets signed. Offer sheet. But they could offer she Brayden Point. Sure, and then I'm. Sh- I don't think I don't think that contract's going to be done in time. No, but then you're going to handcuff yourself for another week. But what if you offer she Brayden Point at the ten million dollar mark? Can Tampa not afford I think, him right now? I don't know if with the cap they can. Yeah, that throws everything out yeah. of whack if they if it if it's at the ten. Realistically, eight, your only hope right now is that you can offer she somebody above their market or like above their cap room 
And that's the only way mm-hmm. this is going to make sense for you is that, like, in a week, if there's still somebody available, they can be like, yeah, all right, here's 11-2. Yeah, and the thing is with the offer sheet, like, you would suspect teams to go after the Kapanen, Janssen, uh, who else is an RFA, like Brandon Carlo mm-hmm. even, like that level of mm-hmm. player to where you're not paying them a ton of no, money. you're only losing a couple of picks. Exactly. Yeah. The mid-level yeah. players, the complementary players. Yeah. I, I so with the Aho sheet being signed where it is, it's the greatest news that you can have for a Leafs fan mm-hmm. because it's like Marner, you're on crack if you're getting fourteen million dollars. Apparently, like no one is giving you that. No. So the thing that I took away from Carolina's offer sheet was the fact that you look at what these teams are trying to use to handcuff other yeah. teams, and it's. The AAV, which mm-hmm. was which was average, yeah. but it's the bonus money, and the least can match that anytime. anytime. Yeah, they're one of the only teams that can like easily match all this shit. So you can't. And scare also, me with that. if you sign a, an offer sheet with another team, the bonus money is going to be less than what you would have gotten with the yeah. Leafs. Oh, easily the the Leafs can throw bonus money at you all day. The Leafs will pay you your contract in bonus, in money. bonus money. Yeah, it's like here's all your money up front. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's isn't isn't Matthews making like eight hundred k of salary at one point? Yeah, on like an eleven million dollar deal. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like show up, yeah. and then yeah. I just it's cool that I, we saw an I offer sheet. Di- mm-hmm. It's different. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So the one thing that I, from a leak perspective, I don't like is um, people shouldn't. Teams shouldn't be able to offer bonus money, like use it as such an advantage. Yeah. And I totally disagree. Yeah. Okay. It's the same advantage of being in a tax-free yeah. state, basically. You got to use what you got. Uh-huh. Kyle if Dubas kind of team... went at that too the other day. He's just like, well, I'm not going to apologize because we have a lot of money. Like, yeah. we have it. We might as well use it. I'm like, I Exactly. Boy. And it's the same. But, like, look, Nashville f- and Tampa, they've been – Exploiting this, mm-hmm. this, uh, how nice is for Nikita Kucherov's contract? The yeah. nicest. How nice is Braden Point's contract probably mm-hmm. going to be? Yep. Steven Stamkos, yep. like it, it goes on yep. and on. There's a reason uh, they can put together this all star team. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the notable yeah, because there were other free agents signed. <laughs> it was, I think, I heard that it wasn't just the Leafs signing guys. Not certain, uh, but who are these other teams? That you these other with? AHL teams that are not in the same league as these. You mean ECHL? Yeah, teams. basically, they're not quite in the same league as the actual winners of the day. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so Artemi Panarin signs a deal with the New York Rangers, seven years, eighty-one and a half million dollars. That's a eleven point six four AAV. What's your thoughts on that deal? I thought he was going to get more. Uh, like at the beginning of the day or the day before I heard he was like looking at like 12, 12 and a half at one point. I'm like that. And then apparently Columbus was offering like 13 and over that. That's crazy, man. For a winger who's like kind of hitting the down part of his career. Like he just Mm -hmm. hit a career high in points and it's really not that much. I, I, I I don't hate him at 11. How old is he? 27? He's 27, 28. 
He came into the league yeah. at 24, and he's been in the league for at least four years. Uh, are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's not a ton of money for what he is. 28 in October. 28, and he just had I think it was 84 points this season. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not great. <laughs> I'm kind of talking myself out of this deal, but. At eleven and a half for a free agent player that you're not going to get other well, you they just don't come available that mm-hmm. often. I think you sign that deal mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. Uh, especially especially New York. They the have the Nick, room. Well, the thing is, like, so the Knicks famously mm-hmm. miss out on every free agent possible the day before. And then at least Panarin gives you something. Yeah, it's still it's James Dolan yeah. still like. That's the, I heard a lot about that about that. They're like, but yeah. would you? Okay, so so if if you were getting offered twelve and a half or eleven and a half to be a Ranger mm-hmm. versus an Islander, I would oh, take the Rangers. One hundred percent. Oh, easy. I would take ten with the Rangers over thirteen with the Islanders. Man, like I <laughs> that's. I'm not going to play on Long Anders Lee, their captain, almost didn't want to go play in Long Island, for God's sakes. Loyal. I'm not. You know what? All right. Let's th- let's talk about the Dude, Anders Lee. Not even just right. Anders so Lee, man. Robin Leonard was the same idea. So we, yeah. So Lee signed seven by seven, yeah. right? I th- I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, so the NBA, Clay Thompson tweets out the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's good. And then Anders Lee does it later. And. I'm like, who the fuck is Anders no. Lee to tweet this? Yeah. Like, you were, you were leaving until they gave you the deal you wanted. Don't give me that. Yeah, brutal. Not a big Lee fan anymore. Not a big Islanders fan. I don't know if you noticed. No, no. Fuck those guys. Uh, yeah, like, I don't mind the the, the Panarin move though. Mm-hmm. It advances the Rangers. Oh, dude, they might be good soon. Quickly. Yeah. I think they still lack center depth yeah. because it's Zabanajad and who? You don't have Kevin Hayes anymore. You don't have Jimmy VC. <laughs> well, he's not. As, he's yeah. a winger, but yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryan Strom is your second line center. Yes. Edmonton Oilers, yeah. great. But you trade for Jacob Truba. That's big. That, that's a sick and move. You didn't give up much for him. A f- a first pair of Brady Shea and Jacob Truba. Yeah. I like Their D that. is not bad, I think. I, I'm not looking at it. Shankirk, D'Angelo, yeah. Stahl, and Fox on the third Stahl pair. Stahl used to be something. Fox is going to be yeah. good. I don't hate it. And then and then apparently next year they're going to have a shit ton of cap mm-hmm. because Kreider's coming mm-hmm. off. I think so. They could it'll they be, could be a sneaky playoff team. Like the Leafs, Like maybe. the Leafs that first year when they were actually good. Perhaps I I wouldn't put it by them. They got like Kako could if Kako is what Kako's been in like the big stage, he could carry mm-hmm. a team. He could Austin Matthews your team. I don't know if he's quite he's not Austin Matthews. Don't get me wrong, but he the yeah. guy can move. He's a big body and he's incredible with the puck. Mm-hmm. So to moving on to a weirder move, yeah. Sergey Bobrovsky signs. Seven years yeah. makes sense, sure. you know, free agent, sure. sure. And we just talked about the advantage of being in the no-tax state yeah. of Florida. Yeah. And Carey Price 
signed a eight year, ten and a and half a million dollar deal. Horrible correct, tax right? place. It was ten and a half. Or... It, uh, of Montreal. Yeah. Awful. Yep. The Florida Panthers just gave Sergey Bobrovsky seven years, ten million dollars a year. Yeah. That is significantly more oh. than whatever Carey Price is going to get yeah. paid. That's painful. Why do you make this deal? I... <laughs> and you just draft Spencer Knight in the first yeah. round. Yeah. So now you're you so just... this is your goalie for three, four, three uh, years. If that. Yeah. <laughs> like... And we all know that Bobrovsky's off and yeah. on. If Spencer Knight is what he's supposed to be, too, it might not be three years. Like that kid yeah. is supposed to be real good, and it could be the whole, a whole another Car- Carter, uh, Hart. Carter Hart. Yeah, situation. exactly. Like, yeah. Wh- wh- why? What are you gonna do in three right. years when Bobrovsky can't? He's not cutting it. And we li- and we liked Florida so much. Yeah, I, don't get you, me wrong. You got Barkov. If, you got Huberto. Yeah. <laughs> if Bobrovsky shows up this year and he plays a Bobrovsky season, sure, give him ten. But seven years, man. Yeah, if you're going ten million, five. Yeah, at yeah, most, at most. If, especially with Spencer Knight, man. Like, you can't, especially with a goalie who is bidding against you at, at, at ten this million. Much. Who needs a goalie this bad? <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> man. Like the Islanders were just like, oh, Sergey, we want you. Yeah. Seven years, ten million. Oh, See ya. What? God. Like Robin Leonard could have been a Vesna candidate. He got five million dollars. For a year. Yeah. Give him something Simeon like that. Varlam- Simeon Varlamov, a starter in the NHL. Yeah. Four years, five million. Yeah, five million dollars. I would have done that. At times, at times, yeah. last year, the first half of the season, the first couple months, Varlamov was better. Yeah, he was Sergei one of the Sabrowski. best goalies in the NHL for stretches. Leonard was yeah. arguably the best for yeah. a lot. He was a Vesna yeah. candidate. I'm like, I, I, I don't get it. I get it if you're a team that has no goalie, has no future there, sure. If you're mm-hmm. a team like Columbus, that would make sense. If you're Florida, who just drafted one of the best goalie prospects we've seen in the last 10 years, then why, why are you locking yourself? Why are you handcuffing yourself for seven years? It, and oh. the thing is, they have a lot of meh contracts. <laughs> yeah. Like Ekblad, Matheson, yeah, it's not a pretty. Yandel. It's not a pretty situation there. I, I. Hey, you know what? They're in our division. Handcuff yourself all you want. Thank you. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Stay below now, us. Now they'll probably be a playoff team yeah. this year. Oh, I, I think easily they could probably fight for the third spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that because I think the Leafs will be two and Tampa be one again. But yeah, fuck yeah, Boston. I, I don't think they're great. Great. A team that did take advantage of the no tax. Yep. Nashville. Yeah. Signing Matt Duchesne to seven years, uh, $8 million per. I uh, I, I love that deal for Duchesne because he's – it's, like, not not even hockey-related, but, like, he's he's kind of this, like, country dude, and, like, mm-hmm. he was on stage playing with uh, James Barker Ben in Ottawa the one time they were there, and, like, he's a sure. big country fan, and, like, to put him in uh, Nashville is, like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool for him. Yeah, yeah. He had the yeah. post. He put a post on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like his son in the Nashville jersey, and then he had his dog in the Nashville jersey. I'm like, man, he's gonna love this. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I love it for Nashville, but all right. Now here's my thing on Nashville. Yeah. And now I'm not a Nashville fan because PK's gone, <laughs> so I get I get ripped yeah. up. 
Nashville has three centers yeah. that are all not number one centers. However, Duchesne getting paid. No, no, no. Getting paid eight million dollars each of Duchesne them. Duchesne could be because if you saw what I, he did in Ottawa, man, like he wasn't. He was. Is Duchesne? Can Duchesne be a number one center on a Stanley Cup winning team? Maybe. He I was easily so. the number one center in Ottawa by a wide margin. There was nobody yeah, in Ottawa. Nobody and playing the with him, and he was over a point per game. That like last season when he got traded. Like significantly over a point per game. Then in the playoffs, he was gross. He was leading the league, the yeah, the league in scoring through the first two rounds. I'm like, all right, he uh-huh. could be, he no, could be that guy. In, in, in terms of their three centers, if I would pay, if I could pay pay one of them yeah. their their contract, yeah. I would pay Duchesne the yeah. eight million. I don't hate because people were talking about him over ten. Yeah, like ten yeah. and a half, and to get him at eight, that's fair. Yeah. It's it's yeah I like the deal towards I, the end it I could like, be even, bad even if Duchesne's your second line center eight's not bad at eight no we're I paying agree. ours but, eleven but who is but who the hell is like Ryan Johansson getting paid eight and a half Hurt. is Hurt. awful Kyle Turris is your third line center getting eight million dollars bad Hurt. especially because you just gave up one of the best defensemen in the league when he's mm-hmm. on. It hurts. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I think they're still going to be good. Obviously, it's a deep team. Their blue line's still good. And if good. tourists bounce, if, tourists, if if they can have their three centers play second line mm-hmm. roles, they'll be yep. good. They also have Pekarene and that still, and he has the ability to be the best goalie on the planet when he wants to. So, but did Nashville get better? I don't. I think know. they're the same as last year, which is really good. But it's it's yeah. not great, but it's really good. Interesting move. I just think that PK trade sucks, man. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it because you cleared cap to just put that cap back on with Duchesne. Yep. It's strange. I I don't know. You just weakened your D to kind of improve your center depth. Then again, they have Dante Fabro to step okay. in. So You're hoping there. I don't know if you're hoping he's really he's, he's, yeah, he's, but you're you're hoping he can adjust to the NHL level. I don't know. It'll be neat. It'll be fun to see. Yep. They're a good team. All right, the next one I want to talk about. I just put yep. in was Tyler Myers. Yeah. Five years, six million yeah. per year. People were talking like about him like he half, was ten. getting paid. <laughs> Like he was gonna get paid, it was gonna be seven by yeah. eight, or like it's something ridiculous. Yeah. And then when I see five years, six million per, I'm like, sweet, thank you. Like, sure, I'll, I'll like, take that's that. That's not bad. I think that's as a as a giant, yeah, right-handed yeah. defenseman, so hitting the a UFA market. Yeah. I think that's yeah, fair. If that's his number, what what's Jake Gardner? The same? You think? I think it's less. I put Jake Gardner below Tyler Myers. I like Jake. Really? I like Jake, but I don't think he's Tyler Myers. <sighs> Analytics hate Tyler Myers. Sure. You know who doesn't? And they love You know who doesn't hate Tyler yeah. Myers? That's the one. <laughs> Donald. Is it S, Jerry? Donald. Oh, whatever. He's, he should win the Norris yep. this yeah, year. Yeah, he had him at the Norris as the Norris winner at the three-quarter yeah, yeah. mark. He's it wasn't, the best defenseman in yeah, the league. Yeah, it wasn't early. And the Jets wouldn't be in the playoffs if they don't have him. Bufflin, no. no. Chuba, no. 
He is a unit. Yeah, like big yeah. guy, but he's six seven yeah. or six eight. Uh, I don't mind the deal, especially at the like five years. How old is he? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, he's still on the young side. I know that. I had it. Uh, but twenty. So he's twenty nine, oh. and then next February he'll be thirty. I don't hate it. If you if you're paying him that until he's I like it, thirty five. That's that's it's fine. Too, like it's not it's not as bad as contracts that you've that you have signed in the it's past. It's too bad it's Vancouver. Because yeah, like Louis Erickson. Sorry. that's off. Yeah, you just lost Chris Tanev too. Did I'm they? Sure. No, did he not. Brandon Tanev was it? Was Brandon it not Tana. Chris, They have Brandon Tanev. No, 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 Chris Tanev. Vancouver. On, what happened to Brandon Tanev? Brandon Tanev's on Winnipeg. Is he not? No, you're thinking it's the opposite. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no. I'll look it so up. So what do you mean they just... He no, was with Vancouver, was he not? Or did he get traded? Chris Tanev's the one that's on Vancouver. Brandon Tanev's the right, one did, that was did on Chris Winnipeg. Chris Tanev just went somewhere else, did he not? No, you, he's got one year left. I thought he was traded or something. I heard someone else acquired him. No, ah, no. Never mind that. No, Brandon Tanev, Brandon is, Tanev. It signed with... Maybe that's Pittsburgh. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. A depth of a fourth line guy getting yeah. what three million a year for five Tanev's years. Or gross. What the? F- <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, you're right. Um. Uh. Sorry, who, who Vancouver. Are we on? Yeah, Myers. Myers. Yeah. I thought that was fine. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, so Wayne Simmons signs a one-year, five million dollar prove-it deal, basically after a rough year. With Philly mm-hmm. and then getting traded to Nashville still wasn't great. There. And he just he he was on the fourth line yeah. with Nashville. Yeah, he he, he wasn't good good last mm-hmm. year. Um, I liked New Jersey's offseason a lot. Man, they might be good just because like they might like, be really bad, but they also might be really good. Who the hell's in net? Yeah, that's what I've heard a lot too. Everyone I say that to, they're like, "Wait, well, they have no goalie." I'm like, "All right, that's fair." They're a team that could have used Bobrovsky. Or Varlamov yep. or Leonard, but they, but I'm not paying you no. that. But like, right now I think Mackenzie Blackwood's their goalie. Blackwood and looked then good though. Corey Schneider's pa- yeah, he didn't look he looked bad. Good. There was stretches before he got hurt. He was really good, and then he came back he, after the injury and he was good. He wasn't like shut down the entire world, but his team in front of him sucked. So he could potentially be this year's Darcy Kemper, maybe like a. Like a back, he was a backup basically last year, and then could be yeah. a league average to better. Like he could be he really could go good. on a stretch. Yeah, I've seen him in times in Barry where he was incredible, and I've seen him mm-hmm. at times in Barry when he was absolutely atrocious. Like I, you don't, you never know with that kid. All right, a first line in uh, New Jersey of Jack Hughes, Taylor Hall, and Wayne Simmons. <laughs> I I like that, oh. and then. And then, so right now they have Coleman, Zajac, Palmieri, but I p- probably put Heischer instead of Palmieri. Oh, that, that's or gross. sorry, instead of yeah. Zajac. So then it's Coleman, Heischer, oh. Palmieri. Heischer looks better when he's on the second line. I don't hate that. Oh. Yeah. Agreed. And then they might be good, uh, man. A def- yeah. They could be. Who's their their defense yeah. is? Eh. Yeah. It's Sammy Vatnin, Subban, okay. Andy Green. Oh. Damon Severson, mm. Will Butcher, Connor Carrick. Connor Carrick. Yeah. <laughs> he is is Connor Carrick the Bruno Cabloclo 
of Caboclo of uh, the Leafs? No, because Caboclo actually looked good at the end but of last Carrick season. But looked good at the beginning of last season before he got hurt. No, he, he looked didn't. good in the very beginning. No, no. He, he didn't look great, but he looked good. He looked like a defenseman. I don't know. We should we should do like a cross sport comparison thing one time. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that later in the yeah, summer. Just when we're like running out of shit to do because the Jays suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not talking about that. I just until they until they trade Stroman and Giles and stuff like that. Then no. I don't know if you're watching uh, right now, but Vlad just dummied this ball foul. Like he, yeah, he? he almost put it in the upper deck. Damn. Like, he put it on a line off the level of excellence sign on the facing of the fifth deck. Jesus. Uh, Joe Pavelski, San Jose's captain, is now going to be on the Dallas Cars along with Corey Perry. That's so weird for both of them because I don't know them else. Like, I don't know either of them as anything else but a shark and a duck. It's... It's weird because... The thing that's... So... Dallas took advantage of basically the no tax because mm-hmm. Pavelski was going to want more than $7 million if he was going to go back to San Jose. Yeah. And maybe rightfully so. Like, if you told me three by eight yeah. or three by – I don't know if I could have done three by nine, but – It's a lot it, for an, an older it's, guy. <laughs> for a guy that's turning 35 in a couple of weeks, it makes yeah. sense. Like, the paying him seven – I understand why San Jose let him go, even though he's money in the bank basically every year. He's one of the best tippers in front of the net. Oh, um, his, his dude, his front of the network is absolutely incredible. It's like the it's equivalent to James Van Riemsdyk almost, but better. Like the yeah. guy just he finds the puck so well and just love it. Dallas is an interesting team because they play better in the playoffs than you thought they were going to. Yeah. Like I, I didn't think that they were gonna win around, yeah. and then losing in Game Seven against St. Louis, yeah. like against the eventual they're cup in, winners. Yeah, and I would say they got better. Like Pavelski is an upgrade over Zuccarello, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And then now you're gonna For run now, a first line of Ben Sagan Pavelski. Yeah, gross. Yeah. And then if Corey Perry can be. 70% of Corey, Corey Perry. He, he can't mm. be as bad as what he was, right? Like, Also, at, I, what was it? How much did he sign for? I can't It remember. wasn't much, was it? I didn't really see it. It wasn't much, but regardless, like... He's still an asshole. For a, for a exact 1.5 million. Yeah. For a depth in a, like a third a line at really best. A really good fourth line player. If that's yeah. where he be, if that's where he ends up. Exactly, yeah. Of just being a tool on the yep. ice, like he's a you're gonna be total fun. dickhead that can put the puck in the net, and he's won. He has a heart trophy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Varlamov, Simeon Varlamov leaves Colorado because Grubauer is their yep. starter, and he goes to the New York Islanders at four years, five million dollars, and then the Islanders goalie. Robin Leonard now signed with the Chicago Blackhawks, a one-year, $5 million It's a weird situation for Leonard, too. I think it's a good situation for Leonard. Yeah, no, 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 not the whole Chicago thing, just, like, everything that went down in New York. That's why I kind of lumped them together, because, like, 
I think Robin Leonard's a better goalie. I he was definitely a better so. goalie last year. And I think I think Agreed. what it was is he had he finally had his head cleared and like they were actually dealing with like all the mm-hmm. mental health problems he had. And mm-hmm. I think he's finally just starting to get on a clearer path, which I think is really big for him because he's a he's kind of a when it comes to the yeah, mental yeah. side of the game. But mm-hmm. he if you can get clear that up and continue to do that, then yeah, he's definitely the better goalie. And also the fact that Corey Crawford, who the hell knows? Oh. That guy could retire in ten minutes, and I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I mean. Like, if if you told me it was a Marion Hosa situation again, yeah. like, of course, any everyone's helping at the Blackhawks, but, um, <laughs> yeah, he could be their their long term sure. starter. Why not? You take this. A, you take this tryout yeah. deal. Essentially, I would arguably say he's their starter right oh, now. I would definitely put him as a starter right now, but because when Crawford came back, he was no. not good. Because I don't think he ever actually came back. He was just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one that we have on the list? Zuccarello? Yeah, Zook's, Zook signing five years, uh, $6 million per mm-hmm. year. Uh, that was weird. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, it's not horrible. It's just neutral. He was, he was really good. Well, was he good for Dallas? I can't remember. I think he, he was. He was, and then he got hurt. Yeah, that he was, was good for a couple games, and then he got hurt. But uh huh, I don't know. It, I don't understand what Minnesota's no. doing. They're, you're not competing. You trade Granlin for you, Fiala. You dumped at the trade deadline. No, like, uh, yep. What's his name? Went to Boston there. Coil. Oh, Charlie uh, Coil. Yeah. yeah. Like you were selling, mm-hmm. and now what are you doing? You got you get a in his prime past his prime yeah. player of who's gonna Matt Zuccarello. He's gonna come in and make you the Minnesota Wild. You're gonna continue to be good but not to great. A mediocre yeah. player. Yeah, a mediocre. Like yeah, team. you might squeak into the playoffs and then you're gonna lose in the first round. Like what? What are you trying to be? That's weird. I and he's 31 right now. He'll be 32 at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. He's this is contract's gonna take him up till this age 37 season yeah, that's weird not great not a good deal not happy Bob it's, not happy. yeah I don't know it, I don't think the Minnesota Wild they're very good at doing this part of the game but oh well not my problem no they're <laughs> very not my problem yep uh let me pull up some of the trades that happened there was the Colin Miller trade yep. which that that happened yeah. which I was like damn why couldn't we do that um, we missed one of the bigger free agent signings, uh, Ronald Hainsey. Oh I, yeah, I assume three and a half million dollars. That's a lot for him, man. Holy! Uh, I want to miss the guy. He was a good leader. Yeah. Terrible defenseman. Terrible first pair. Terrible I, first pair. I don't defenseman. think terrible. If he played on the third pair, yeah. we would have all been fine with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he played on Pittsburgh's third pair, and it was like, yeah, Ron Hainsey. But now it's yeah. just like, oh shit. Yeah, the Toronto, the uh, Ottawa, Ottawa Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Oh, what a turnover the Leafs had in their bottom six. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Like, yeah, just it's complete overhaul of like this bottom the half. The third of line their is team. gone. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh huh. Um, let's go over some trades. There was the Calvin DeHaan trade, which sucked mm, that went because to Carolina just gave him away. Yeah. Who? Yeah. 
Who uh, came back in that deal? I just heard Dahan went to Chicago. Anton Forsberg, the goalie, <laughs> and Gustav Forsling. The Carolina Ooh. goalie situation is wild. Who'd they Reimer. sign? They traded for Reimer. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it. Oh, they re-signed Morales, Did they? though. Woo! No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? That'll be fun. They'll yeah. find a way. Uh, they did this year. They'll find a way. I like the Eric Holla trade. What was that one? Carolina getting Eric Holla oh, for right. a conditional fifth and Nicholas yeah. Roy. I don't hate that. It's a good pickup for them. Colin Miller for a second and fifth round pick. Love yeah, that trade dude, for Vegas Buffalo. is still Buffalo's, in some cap trouble. Buffalo's going to be nasty. Yeah, they also picked up a uh, thingy from New York there. Oh, Jimmy DC, DC for a you. third. Yeah. yeah. They'll be good. They got a lot of money locked up in Jesus Christ. Eichel. Not even Eichel. Ocposo. No, keep going. They just signed him. How long ago? Jeff, Jeff Skinner. Skinner. Thank you. Holy Jesus. It's been a yeah. long time since I've watched hockey. Yeah, they got a lot of the money locked up there. It's tough. You know what? I was looking at this team, and then I was like, after the first line, mm, I'm it's like, not deep. yeah. All right, I don't this. hate Skinner. 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 Eichel. Reinhardt, unbelievable. Sick. Unreal. First line. Second line: Casey Middlestack, Kyle Poser, Connor. Middlestack. That is a third. Yeah. Line. Uh, Middlestack could be a second liner. Akposo could be. Shiri. He was not. La- he was bad last year. Was he? Third line uh, of Evan Rodriguez, Jimmy and Victor Olafson. Ah, create a player. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fourth line of. Zemzgis Gergensen, Vladimir Sabatka, okay. and Johan Larson. <laughs> okay, that is the European line, eh? Now, the defense is disgusting, in my opinion. Their right side is disgusting, in my opinion. Ristolainen, Montour, Colin Miller. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then man. Darlene, McCabe, Scandella. Kind of falls off after Darlene, but not bad. Yes. <laughs> I I still like Ristolainen. Yeah. I know that Analytics people absolutely yeah. hate him. I would trade for Ristolainen. Yeah, depending on the price. Here's Cody Cece and a second round pick. Sign and trade? No. Because he's still a free agent, technically. No, but you can give it. You can trade an RFE. Right, right. but like you got, you kind of want the certainty that you're he's going to stay if you're second round pick. Yeah. Well, you give arbitration. Right. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I'd I'd like him on the least because he's also a bigger guy. Except he doesn't use no. his bigness. But I don't know. I I still like the potential there. Yeah. Any uh, other trades? Uh, Andre Burkowski finally got traded to, Col- to Colorado. Colorado. Might be good. That might be an understatement. I mean, they should be good. They were good yeah, last. Yeah, they year. might be better. Like I know you lost Tyson Berry, but now you have Kale McCarr a full year. Uh, Connor Timmons. Connor Timmons. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. There's a couple of other guys in there. Uh, On Colorado. Yeah, I'm. I, I can't recall names. I'm gonna pull Samuel Gerard. Sam Gerard's down there, right? Um, but yeah, they. On defense or just what? in general in their system, like there's some names, but like Tyson Joes. Yo's, Yost hasn't really been great though. Like he's been there. Yeah, but you can you can hope for. A yeah, maybe out. he turns it around. Losing Kerfoot's kind of. I mean, yeah. they got Belmar now. 
I kind of like that. Belmar's a fourth line center. Fourth line really center. Really good fourth line center. Yeah. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. on the wrong website for this. Well, basically, it's the first line of disgusting. Yeah. And then Kadri, Joe, Spurkowski. <laughs> Meh. Kadri is far and away the best player yeah. on that line. Third depth. Third forward you got, depth. You got to fi- you got to find another second line. Yeah. Their forward depth there. is meh, but they try. Yeah. They traded for Donskoy. Was it Donskoy? That's him. yeah. They picked up. They made some big pickups, man. Like, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the names I'm looking for? Andrew Shaw back to Chicago. That was yeah. He scored 55 points or really? something last year. Martin yeah. Kout was the other name I was looking for. Played for the Czechs. And then the really good. Oh, okay. And then the big the big trade, uh, Galchenik and Pierre Ed Oliver Joseph for Dan Burks and a fourth round pick and some guy named some two time Stanley Cup champion like, named Phil Kessel. Yeah. Shane Bowers is also there what? in Colorado. Just looking all mm-hmm. this up now. Yeah, I I don't know what the hell Pittsburgh's doing. I hate it. And this guy just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because he's done a great job, and then all of a sudden he just uh, he lost his has mind. He? he did a he did has a really he? good job until last year, because he made he, he twice he fired a coach and then won the Stanley Cup. And okay, so firing but like a he coach did it at the right time, and then he made some moves. Like he brought in Phil, he made some other moves, and like he's always dealt with like guys getting hurt. Like their star defenseman had a stroke at one point, and they. We're fine without him. But I just, I I don't know what the hell happened to him. Guy loses his mind and not a very good GM the last year and a half. This, no. the Kessel deal makes zero sense to me. I like, agree. The, Maybe they like Pierre Oliver Joseph. He was a first round oh, pick. Good, good, good. He's yeah. not Phil Kessel. I, I know there's some animosity oh, between do. Kessel and Sullivan. I've heard yeah, where he was like, and like I I don't think there's a teammate issue. Like he seems to get along with everybody. But mm-hmm. Arizona has a team of professionals. Yeah. Now. Like, yep. listen to this team: Christian Dvorak, okay. Derek Stepan, okay. Kessel, Gravner, Schmaltz, Keller. Grabner. Grabner's playing uh, twice, eh? Well, they've Grabner oh, twice. Grabner's, Grabner's okay. all over it. Well, yeah, he's on the second and third oh, he's line. He's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's going to play on two lines at once? What a, what a weapon. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Good for him. He's fast, but I don't think he's that fast. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But, like, Brad Richardson on your fourth line, like, I think their defense yeah. is solid. OEL, Demers, Chikorin, yeah. Jarmelson. Goligoski. Who's in? Like, who's their goal? They're a good team. And if, if Kemper, Darcy Kemper is what he was yeah. last year. Ranta, Ranta, if he's healthy, looked really good. Bro, Kemper was yeah. unreal yeah, towards so the I mean, end of the real The team the could year. be good. I mm-hmm. think they could be a playoff team. I said that they last could. year, and they were close, but they didn't quite cut it in the end. But they also... Mm-hmm lost everybody for the whole season. It was stupid. But if they stay healthy, they could definitely be a playoff team. Are they a contender? No. But it'll be fun hockey in Arizona. It's cool. Yeah. All 400 fans out there will love it. Yeah. 
that's all the deals that we have yeah. to talk about, really. Thank you, NHL, for so, an interesting Canada Day. I mean, it still pales in <laughs> comparison to the NBA offseason because that has Wild. been legitimately yeah. insane. And it's coming out now that Kawhi is not making a decision okay, good. today. Okay, so we're not going to get screwed over at the end of this, which is great. He did meet with Toronto today, though, right? That was a thing. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, fucking helicopters are chasing yeah. him like it was O.J. <laughs> Simpson. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I I don't know. Where, I, st- I, I think he I resigns. Seeing Jalen Rose's report. I don't trust like anyone that, anymore. Can we that, just put that out there? Because, like... Oh, yeah, until he I don't signs, trust like, anyone. I don't care who you yeah. are, unless you're Adrian Wojner. I don't know how to say the rest of his name. Then I don't trust you. Woj? Maybe Chris Haynes. Yeah. Or yeah. or Shams. I just... yeah. Actually, I don't really trust Chris Haynes either because he said last year that Kawhi doesn't want to play in Toronto. And Well, hmm. well, I mean, he didn't want to play in yeah. Toronto. He had no desire, though. Like, and he still came here and played. But, but he, he didn't still have came any here desire. and played, and he won a fucking... Well, because he's he a professional. A o- oh, dude. And he's going to stay play for the Spurs. here. Ah. Yeah. Sorry, well. Spurs fans. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think he resigns. I hope he resigns. Yeah. It'll be a really fun year. We'll see. There's some competitive teams this year. And it, it feels like we never really got to celebrate no. fully. No, because we're title. so worried about this. Yeah. Exactly. And people are like, oh, well, if we win the title, he'll stay. And then if you win the title, he'll leave because he's done everything that you've asked of him. Yeah. It's a a lose-lose situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people talk, like, walking me off the cliff because I'm like, man, he's leaving. Like, you stay. Like, it's just been a shit, shit, shit Realistically, if he leaves, so be it, man. Like, we got our title. I'll be happy for a while. Agreed. Oh, I don't. Kawhi's not going to be hated no, if he God, leaves no. in the no, slightest. No. He's going to get a standing elevation like, every time he steps through that door. If he, if he goes to the Lakers, I'm be pissed. I, yeah, I'm just going to be pissed yeah. at the Lakers, not no. at Kawhi. I'm going to be pissed at LeBron and Anthony. I'm Davis already pissed at LeBron. Okay, fuck that Anthony, guy. Anthony Davis, he waived his four million dollar yeah, trade kicker. Who the fuck would waive four million dollars for no reason? Wants to win a title, like a f- he, fuck that guy. He, here's a free four fuck million dollars. All of them. I hate. I hate. There's it. definitely going to be something shady. And I hope all this happens and, and they end up with no one. Like they get nothing. I agree. Because there's what's left. Like Agreed. I, I saw a lot of names go down, but like who's left? Danny Green. Okay. okay Demarcus but, Cousins. Okay. Great. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. So no, what? I, you get Cousins back, no, I, and you're back to what was in New Orleans when they were together. Basically, yeah. That worked out well. Except you have LeBron yeah, okay. James. Sure. <laughs> but it's not the same DeMarcus yeah. Cousins. Um, Danny no. Green, that's a weapon. Love the guy, but... Oh. So the thing is, like, I mean, with LeBron, that would be awesome, just a, a shooter sure. around him. But so there's an interesting scenario to where if Kawhi, sta- er, if Kawhi stays, then Danny will stay probably. Mm-hmm. But if he goes to the Lakers, then the Lakers are out basically for Danny Green. Okay. Because they don't have the money, right? The Clippers are still a possibility. Like, it's weird. It, it's weird. Like where he could get paid the most. Like if he goes to the if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, then the Lakers can offer him big money yeah. to be there. 
I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it can't be lost in all of this that like Danny's like, I'll wait on my money, mm-hmm. and I he's he's probably had offers of like four years, thirty million or something like a mid level yeah. exception except a long term deal. Yeah, to where he's like, no, I'd rather just take a one year eight million dollar deal from the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the to just I think the back. funniest thing I've seen. I'm assuming you liked it or retweeted it, but uh, it was just probably. like. We know exactly what type of dipping sauce the Clippers fed uh, Kawhi. Oh, what the fuck? And every sentence that LeBron said to him, but we know literally nothing about what's going on in Toronto. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's fair. And then and then you see, okay, so the one thing is, oh, let's let's bitch. I'm going to bitch out a little bit at uh, CP20 over. What the fuck are you doing? I don't, what did they do now? Act like you've been there before. What the hell is this helicopter's like? Look, it's not a car chase. Like in LA, there's car chases every day, right? In Canada, there's yeah. never one yeah. that like you'll see on local TV or anything. And then no. you just you see this, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, why are you so bait, CB24? Why? Well, there's nothing else going on. <laughs> what else are you gonna cover? So then later in the day, it was like City Hall is under lockdown. Because there's a shooter inside oh or something. And then I think it was Jeff Viet that's like, why don't you cover this CB24 <laughs> instead? And then like eight seconds later they yeah. did. So it's like, yeah. good save. But like, funny. there's other shit always yeah. going on. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. It's going to, realistically, there's no sense in talking about it no matter who you are until he signs because that shit's not getting leaked. <laughs> like, you can yeah. just be like, ah, he's good. One day, 10 minutes. At a time, he could be going to either the Clippers, the Lakers, or the Raptors. I think if I'm ranking it, though, right now, it's Raps sure. 1, Lakers sure. 2, That's Clippers Yeah, I three. don't disagree, but it could take two hours, and it could be Clippers, Lakers, Raps. And would you would you Very be surprised? True. No. No. It's, it's a ridiculous situation. The guy is a unicorn. You know nothing about him. To be honest, though, if he goes to the Clippers, it just doesn't make sure. sense. Sure. I don't disagree. But you could just like, take another why? team to the finals and win again, and just like. But you're not. But that team's not so good what? around you. you like they're they're just yeah. solid. But you have Kawhi. But Kawhi you go to the Lakers and you things. just yeah, win. But that's boring. He's not KD. But you're also but you're on the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the whole situation to be honest. We'll see in a week or so if he's still if he's here, and if not, we'll just wait another week. I'll record emergency pod, and if any of you guys are available, <laughs> I'll get you guys on, or I'll get someone related to me on, and we'll hash it out. But uh, I think that's it, right? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, All right. Anyways, we've, so we've been going a while. If you bit, include the two of them together, yeah. It's two hours and forty-two minutes. Oh. If uh, we see a total. So, anyways, let's let's wrap I'm it sorry, up here, guys. This is the Ace. Yeah, this is the Ace Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.